Welcome to the 16 Ounce Cinema Podcast. Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema, where we drink pints and talk pictures. I'm TJ. I'm here with Angus. Yo. And Michael. Hello. How come and we don't have catchphrases yet? It sounds like we should, but we never do. We have drink pine stock pictures. Do we need more? Like for each of us, right. we each have to have yeah. a, our own catchphrase. Like a, like a, like a, like Angus would be like, "Hey," or something. Like <laughs> okay. <laughs> I used to have "Hell yeah, dude," and then you kind of took it from me. Yeah, I, I stopped though, yeah. and, and never went well, like, away. Like, I never came back, so I feel yeah. bad. I stopped it too, though. It's because yeah, then I felt weird. So, so Angus's is hell yeah. Mike just says someone's name wrong. I'm Mike, and I love John Stymos or Anthony Hopkins or Lance Henriksen. John Stymos is a really cool commercial. Or Jaqueen Phoenix. Well, no, I, I meant more like I guess like an opening intro, like you yeah. Know, hey, I, I'm not talking about what you're talking about. I know, I know what you're talking about, Mike. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, what you TJ, TJ said is more of our like slogan yeah, with the drink yeah, pints talk pictures, but it's not really a, a catchphrase. A catchphrase yeah. is like, did I do that or some shit, uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, so like, we need that one thing that we can just intro on. Well, everybody, you know, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, wherever, and uh, let us know your favorite catchphrases of ours. Maybe we're constantly saying something and we just don't notice it because oh, we've been probably, friends for yeah. 20 years. Mine's probably, yeah, um. <laughs> yeah, mine's, uh. <laughs> mine's something bitchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, so this is our annual Event Horizon episode. For us, uh, September is Event Horizon month for what? This will be 12 years we've watched 12. Event Horizon every year in September. And I, I know Event Horizon came out in August, but we just, we didn't, we weren't all Prepared. about Event Horizon <laughs> until like three or four years into it after we watched yeah. it every year. And they're like, man, we really love this movie. We've watched it every year for five years in September. So this is our special Event Horizon episode. We have chosen to each take a film from one of the script supervisors from <laughs> Event Horizon. It, I love that it took three script supervisors for this movie. Well, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. For, no. for those who don't know, Mike, um, what the script supervisor does is basically they're like the continuity director in a way. They watch as the films are being uh, or the scenes are being filmed and they make sure that everything is going to line up as best as possible for continuity so that when they go to edit all the different footage everything will match up oh. regardless of the cut they want to make honestly i thought they were like standing behind the shoulder of writers going <laughs> it, it does <laughs> sound like that yeah it's, it does <laughs> That was a bit off. That's cool. But they know the script inside and out, but their real job is to know the uh, the scene inside and out so that there's not yeah. flubs in that. They, they also pay attention to like people's um, attire and stuff. Like That's why they take pictures right. of the characters once they're in like their costume so they know what they look like when they redo those shots you know oh, so like they right. don't have like a pop collar in one and like a yeah so yes right. for makeup Continuity. and costuming as well 
continuity and shit. So like if there's something on a table in one spot, they make sure they note note where it is so it doesn't move and yeah, what lots, of, lots of continuity pictures. advisors. I well it's yeah. script and continuity. They do both. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, when so, did we agree to pick different people, by the way? Because I, I I just lucked the, out on getting mine. It was at the last end. episode. Uh, you, like, Angus picked oh, his man. already, and then you're like, oh, well, I'm going to take this one. And I was like, well, I guess that leaves me Joe Beckett. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. <laughs> um, one thing before we get into our beers. Actually, I didn't do this earlier. I kind of wanted to look up what Joe Beckett looked like because I didn't do that yet. Yeah, I didn't oh, look yeah. up mine either. I was just thinking that same thing, and I can't remember the name now. I know it's Sachs. Oh, there's apparently lots of different Joe Beckett's. Let me see if we... Are we going to oh, be Mine looks f- like... Yeah, mine is several different unattractive women. And mine <laughs> is a whole variety of women and a poster for Robert Downey Jr.'s Doolittle of him reading a book to a dog. <laughs> I know. I'm okay, well... Lisa's she probably... Super, superintendent? Script supervisor. Were all of ours men too? Yeah, I, I I thought that was kind of fascinating that all the script supervisors for this movie were women. Yeah, I can't remember mine's name. It was like Lisa Sachs or something. Or I'm just getting confused with fucking yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, so. Oh, okay, so I know mine's Sachs, but I can't. Oh, yours Caroline or Caroline Sachs, that's who it is. Hold on. All right. Let me see if I can find this bitch. Oh, here she is. I found mine. I can't scroll on my website for some reason because it's a terrible website. But oh, I see her. Dude, she's holding up two pieces of paper and looking at one and smiling. That, that you makes think one of them sense. is the script for Event Horizon? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> dude, mine looks like the chick who accused Kavanaugh of rape. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I swear Which to God, one? she's got the big dumb glasses, the blonde parted hair in the middle, like that's the shoulder. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, Joe Beckett has... Oh, she she directed a couple shorts. Um, anyway, okay, so, Angus, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I sent you guys a picture of what I got the other day, and let me just say, it is fucking dangerous. It's incredible. All of... Just everything. It's Pabst- like usual, I can't remember. What is it? Uh, yeah, I don't remember any picture, but you also didn't send it to our listeners. <laughs> Well, no, I'm saying I send it to you guys. I'm telling, I'm going to say what it is, dickhead. Just give me a second. I have no time for that. Because you guys don't fucking respond to things sometimes. Like, we all just do that. We send each other shit, and then everybody's just quiet, and then just change the subject. Usually me. Yeah. Oh, I have a picture here now. You sent the Alex Wright thing, and I was like, oh, I don't know what to say about that. (laughs) That's reasonable. Yeah, I didn't didn't really want a response. I, I didn't know that they they took on each other ever. So that was pretty. Yeah, funny. it was when he was his French name. Do you remember his stupid French name? I forget. No, nobody knows what we're talking about. All right. Oh, right, right, right. What I got was I got Pabst Blue Ribbon hard coffee, and it is, is fucking incredible. In yes, it's it's co- uh, basically. Have you ever had a Monster Java? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's that with alcohol in it. It's that fucking good. That's it's a good wonderful. Drink to have at 9 p.m. Oh, dude, we stayed up the first um, night drinking them. Like we were up until like 6:30 in the morning. <laughs> but we had to talk about this. I thought they like got rid of all the caffeine alcohol nope. drinks. No, nope, that shit's back. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Not in Texas. It's back oh, and right. better than ever, dude. 
Um, I'm drinking Southern Tier Lakeshore Fog. It's a hazy and juicy IPA. I got it in a variety pack. All the other beers were average. Uh, so I don't expect a lot from this. But Fog uh, all describes the state of mind of one of the characters in my movie. So, And we uh, love Fog in movies. So Hold on. Are you guys still trying to like match your beers no. to your movie? TJ seems to, <laughs> and I don't at all. I, I sometimes I try, do. I, I walk I walk through like the total wine store for at least half an hour and going, No, this doesn't none of this and so, so I pick a cool beer. I just I can't I can't think of it that oh, way. This is a really nice, nice looking beer. Good creamy color, very effervescent. Just like your movie. I don't know. My movie's not effervescent. Oh. What are you <laughs> drinking, Mike? I am drinking uh, uh, Pinot Noir and 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 black currant sour beer, and it's actually pretty good. So, I like it a lot. So it's like a wine mixed with a sour. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the way. It may- yeah, I guess I would say that. Except it's definitely a sour. It's called that, a Berliner style. I don't know what that means. But. I caught him in the kitchen and I took a sip. It, first of all, it looks like beet juice. It looks like something you find like in the produce juice. department. That's, that's, probably, what, that's probably what caught me. Yeah. Looks like kombucha, and what did I say? It tasted <laughs> zesty. Oh, you did have a word that I forgot. I'd forgotten good, good word. Too. It does describe it well. That word that I forgot. You guys are like Tangy, ruining the zesty. integrity of this shit because it used to be we'd open it up, drink it on the thing, and now you guys are like sharing drinks before the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why does he need to explain it to you if you've already explained to him what it fucking tastes well, like? I, I didn't. Well, I'm the I didn't host. I'm supposed to ask, even if I already know. <laughs> still. I didn't until the show, so I'm still, I'm still okay. I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. <laughs> All right, I will never let him have another beer. Uh, of my gonna, well, uh, Angus, you, you said it's like a Monster Java. We already talked about Mike's zesty, tangy beet juice kombucha beer. Excuse me. And now for Lakeshore Fog. It smells totally oh. average. Go cool. let fucking Mike try it. <laughs> knock on his door like I did the other day. Yeah, exactly. For the seltzers when I knocked on his door and handed him my leftovers. This is pretty dry for um, a juicy IPA and kind of average in taste. What's that fruit that's it's supposed to be? False in advertisement. It? Yeah, man, you should sue them. It's got such boring labeling, too. Uh, so Angus goes first with his movie. I do. His Caroline Vicks. Caroline Sachs. No, my, yeah. We're going to keep getting them mixed up. Yeah. Well, I got her name pulled up now, so I'm good. I got okay. her in her dumb fucking picture looking at me. <laughs> All right. So I- the movie that I watched that was very well script supervised by the lovely <laughs> Caroline Sachs. I, I gotta say, I'm like, kind of embarrassed. I, I wasn't looking out for the continuity in my movie. I really should have had an eye for the continuity so I could comment on it. I, I downloaded the script to this movie and followed along with it to make sure everything was correct. I'm gonna believe you. I'm gonna believe that you wouldn't sully the integrity of the show, as you no. call it, by lying about such a thing. I would never lie on this show about anything. If anybody knows me, that's the one thing I I can hope to. No. You have an honest face. (laughs) For radio. Aw, that's sad. 
right. I just friended mine on on. I'll I'll bring this up during my movie. Never mind. All right. Okay. All right. So the movie that I chose is from 1992, and it's a movie called Sidekicks. And that sounds co- familiar. Couldn't find it anywhere, like to stream or anything like that. You can't purchase it on Amazon, so I had to go find it a different route. And the only version that exists is like a fucking full screen, really Ooh. bad DVD rip. So that it's kind. So yeah, full screen on a fucking widescreen television always just is shit. Because of all the, like, just the wasted space. It always bugs me. I don't mind that. No, it bugs me. The bad, uh... You have the the black screen on the sides? Yeah, on the sides. Academy ratio. Yeah, I guess. It's Academy ratio. Anyway. (laughs) Well, remember when DVDs had, like, um... Different ones? Like, you could either buy the full screen version or the widescreen... Which, yeah. And you would fuck up and buy the wrong one and just be fucking angry. Uh, I know, yeah. I still have the wrong version of Snakes on a Plane, and it makes me I... mad. <laughs> wow, that's that's late in the game full screen, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Cause, and the thing about that one was they at least tried to mix it up, but I didn't notice until after I bought it, which I think, like, the widescreen had, like, an orange background. Well, the full screen had a black background, mm. so they really tried to like make you notice, but I didn't even know. I think fucking Hollywood Video was going out of business. I just bought one, so it didn't matter. All right, I, I and, got my snakes on a plane from them too when they went out. Oh, really? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how every. I also got snakes on a train. Remember that? I not entirely, but I that, do remember we watched it. I'm upset that I'm the third one that doesn't own Snakes on a Plane DVD. Well, I don't <laughs> own it anymore because I don't think I ever even watched that DVD. And like a year and a half ago, I was like, oh, let me go see it. And it was scratched and it wouldn't play. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it happens. Uh, fuck. With the Snakes on a Train, though, I think that was our very first like foray into fucking the asylum. Yeah, I think so too. And that movie was terrible. Nobody watch it. <laughs> yeah. Every asylum movie is terrible. Don't watch it. Yeah, I was going to say the, the one of our first, it's also they should one of go the last out of too. <laughs> you know what be funny is if the one like place that'll sponsor us is fucking asylum films, they send us like screeners and shit. Oh, <laughs> like thanks oh. for telling the truth. <laughs> Yeah, we know we suck, but just just let everybody know. Thank you. Uh, or I hope like the president just like thinks we're slanderous and just like shits us. on us all the time, and he oh, just can't I, go I a did, week without tell- mentioning us. I did just us, say so blockbuster, really and he he hated that term. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so our all movie right. sidekicks begins with this shadowy samurai warrior, and he's walking through this really dark forest. And because my copy is shitty, it was kind of hard to see what was going on. But I will admit, this is the only scene where it's blurry and you can't really tell. Is the first like minute and a half. After that, the quality gets good. Okay. So he's walking through this weird forest thing, and then there's a temple, and there's like these other like ninja warriors, and they're all kneeling, like the national anthem is playing. 
And <laughs> that was for Mike. <laughs> All right. There's this like Asian woman who's tied up to an altar. And then that fucking shadowy samurai guy is coming up. And he has like this scary, like, I guess, kabuki mask. I don't know. It's like it's creepy, though. Creepy Asian masks. I don't like them. So he pulls out a sword and he's ready to chop the bitch. And all of a sudden, this like white ninja, like he's in like it's a ninja in like an all white suit, right? Comes out and he throws a ninja star at him, and then he jumps down, and then he kicks the dude like thirty feet through the air, and the guy goes flying through the air and lands on a fucking like a fire, like a oh. like a fire pit, and gets set on fire. Dude, this is the most I've ever been in on a movie within the first 30 <laughs> seconds, I think, this ever. Oh my god, am I in. Like, it was awesome. Like, just flip into a fucking flame, and then he became fire. Like, I... It was amazing. First two minutes, that happens. So, then he starts beating the shit out of the other, like, 30 ninjas that are surrounding him. And he's, like, fucking kicking them in the face, all this shit. And while he's doing that... The guy that's on fire is crawling at the lady that's tied up, and she's freaking out. And he's like, "I can't get to you. Hold on." And, oh. and, like so, because he's like in the middle of the fight. So, what happens is another white dressed ninja shows up, and he throws a star at her. He throws two stars at her restraints, and she breaks free. And then he comes down and starts helping the the other white ninja kicked the other ninja's asses. And, like, there's this scene where they, like, lock arms and are just karate kicking through the air to where their, like, right foot never hits the ground, but they're going in a circular motion, kicking everyone in the face. <laughs> and it go double dragon shit. I love that. Yeah, thing. it was double dragon shit. And it went on for, like, a fucking minute. It was badass. Like, no cuts, nothing. These guys were just fucking killing it. So... Uh, where is it? The I, end. I, I wrote a no, <laughs> really? no I, I wrote more Not notes. Everything. I wrote a lot of notes for this one. So after they kick the ass, the one kick ninja, the, ass. the one <laughs> kick the ass. That's my new catchphrase. Yeah, kick the ass. See? <laughs> the fucking the one ninja takes his mask off and it's Chuck Norris. Oh, my really? God. Yeah. It's really Dude, I was going to make a Chuck Norris joke. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's Chuck Norris. Oh, man. I was just like, I bet it's Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, man, you should have said it. I Jesus. I would have fucking freaked out if you would have got that. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, what a oh. waste. Yeah, totally. All right, so the one takes his mask off, it's Chuck Norris, and the other one takes his mask off, and it's a little kid. Well, not like a little kid, like maybe like, 13, really lean. 13, 14 year old. Alright. Uh, and he says he's there anytime when Chuck Norris needs him. He'll fight with him anytime. I hope and it's the kid from Last Action Hero. It is not. Um, oh. <laughs> actually, I don't know if I should get into this now with the kid or not. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, yeah. This kid, he was the... He was the kid who played, like, the main kid in... I keep saying kid. I gotta stop that. Kid. He kid. was the main child star of <laughs> the original It. He was the one with the lisp. You know? 
No, or the stutter. No, the stutter. He had the stutter. You... This is oh, going to okay. be a uh, continuing theme today. Just Aegis says, hey, you guys remember me? We're like, like, after a pause. No. <laughs> you guys have seen yeah, it. Even the yeah, new, yeah, yeah. Even the new no. one. Oh. There was the kid no. with the stutter. Yeah, yeah, the stutter kid. Yeah, he, he played him in that TV stutter, made movie. Yeah, he like... played him in the original TV fucking Tim right. Curry one. Nice. And he was in some other shit, too. But what happened was this kid, um, I, I didn't write down his name. Maybe I should have. I don't know. No, we don't care about names here. All right, good. So he was in like some movies and TV shows and shit. But I think I feel it, this is going to get really dark. Really oh, yeah, soon. yeah. No, of course it does. Oh, no. So, All right. Let me look him up, man. Fuck. Now, now it's bugging me because <laughs> oh, I don't God. know the name. If I'm getting into the story, I want to know. Gotcha. What I the fuck is his name? Talk amongst yourselves. Child murdered, I bet. No, you no. You want to think bad, TJ, about what happens to this um, kid? Murder sounds about right. I'm going to say he drunk driving crash killed his girlfriend. Chuck, uh, I was going to say like he killed the his driver. parents, but on purpose. Chuck he's Norris. the driver. He killed someone drunk driving. Are you going with murder, Michael? Uh, I, I think he killed his parents on purpose. I'm going very... Uh, he oh, killed man. his parents on purpose. On purpose, <laughs> on purpose. not an accident. <laughs> All right. Okay. How many people kill their parents? On, like... I don't know. Maybe you have a cigarette and you put it down and then <laughs> like your accident. parents did. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I never killed my parents. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Yet. Still time. All right. So the kid's name is Jonathan Brandis. And... Jonathan Brandis. That does... Sound familiar. So he was on the show Sequest 2032. Like he was on. Oh my god! Did he have the cool hair? Dude, that guy's cool. Yep. And he was also in Never Ending Story 2. Um, Ladybugs with fucking Rodney Dangerfield. I had an action figure of that dude from Sequest. Really? Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. I love that show. Yeah. Well, you should fucking hang it now. So what did he do? Did he do something bad? All right, so he did a movie called Hearts War. Have you guys heard of it? Uh, Mike so. has it, it on Bruce Blu-ray. Willis? It's a it, yeah, the Br- Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, yeah like Mike has it, it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I've he, never yeah. seen it. Oh, so I you like it? I've watched it twice. So you might actually have it. All right. Well, this movie, I I've seen it, but I've like I haven't seen it, but I've seen it around, but I've never watched it. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people have like it. It doesn't seem like a popular movie, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it? I mean, it no, was it's like, not. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not super popular, no. Okay, well, anyways, yeah, like I see that there's like a lot of stars in it: Bruce Willis, Colin Farrell, Terrence Howard, yeah, and shit. That's him, yeah. Well, anyways, oh. this kid was in the movie. Like, I guess he was more of an adult by then. And what happened was they cut all his scenes from the movie. And he thought this was, like, his biggest thing. And he got oh, fucking no. depressed and started drinking and just killed himself because of oh. Hearts War, a movie that oh, I don't think goodness. a lot of people have seen. So so Mike had he killed his parents on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and I had drunk driving killed somebody. So I, I will say you were, we're both you were off. Closest, I was closer, so. but yeah. 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 Did he die in a car accident? It doesn't say how he died. Like, now I want to... I got to look it up. 
Because it doesn't die trying to kill his parents. <laughs> oh my god! His dad fucking just stopped it and knifed him and said. Oh, it's Hearts War again. <laughs> oh, yep, he hung himself. Oh. Hmm. I feel like you knew that since you made a I mean, you made a you should hang it joke with. Uh, oh no! With I just. PJ's. That's like the number one way to kill yourself if you're a celebrity is hanging yourself. Which is like, I guess if you're a celebrity, you can afford like houses with better like beams. Oh, right. Because it's also like one of the most like foiled or fumbled suicide attempts. But like it's one of the easiest ways to not kill yourself is to try to hang yourself. Most of the celebrity suicides, though, have been like door handles at fucking like motels and shit. Mm. Door like, handles. I guess if you want to go, you want to go. Because that's how fucking Carradine went. Fucking Lincoln Park. What's the other? I guess guy? Like Carradine's is a special case. He wasn't just trying to hang himself. I think any time you see a celebrity that like hung themselves, I think they were jerking off too. <laughs> oh, I, I this guy, well, this guy too. Yeah. Well, now I just think they were friends with Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, the kid's dead, but the funny thing is, like, he was—he killed himself over the that. Funny thing oh. is, all right. Well, I, I don't know. I look at the—I look at the positive and everything. Okay. So, anyways, this kid. on the bright side. Sorry. This kid killed himself over that dumb movie. When, like, right after that is like when like conventions and shit started getting big. He was in Stepfather Two, Pet Cemetery. Fucking ghost dad, never ending story, like all this shit. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like he would have had. sort of has a, a cult following. Yeah, that it. Just imagine the kids from it. Like I know the ones from the originals are doing conventions now. Dude, he would be yeah. huge. He would. Yeah, I like this hair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He would have been. But he I fucking. Hung myself today. <laughs> Did I tell you guys? Out of Hearts War. <laughs> <laughs> I. I have this song that I do in my head of Johnny Cash's Hurt. Like, I do this thing where I just make songs about gay shit, but it's always famous songs. So, like, that one, it's like, I blew myself, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I'm not the only one that does something like that. That's that's awesome. I do it all the time. Like, I did it with Summer of 69 the other day that made me so happy. I was in the shower, and I was like... Uh, all right, I blew my first guy at sixteen. Did it behind the five and dam. Sucked it till my lips were a chap. That was the summer I fucked a guy. Oh my God. <laughs> I watched this uh, really also- fun short film <laughs> called Macrocosm. I'll be quick with this. So it's like. In the, the near future, all the water has been contaminated and people are like, all of humanity is slowly dying, okay. right? And this mm-hmm. guy and his like scientist buddy have found a way to travel to a, per, any parallel dimension they want. All he's got to do is focus and think about it and he'll go there, right? Okay. And there's a little bit of backstory, like before he leaves to go on his trip, he's like, <laughs> him and his wife are like talking about their kid that died three years ago uh, and so on. He didn't so, get like, the role in. 
parts more. <laughs> you you'll, parts you'll like this. It has a twist, which I'm gonna spoil. So like, skip right. ahead two minutes. Anybody who doesn't want the twist spoiled, this short is on YouTube. You can go see it called. Okay, Macrocosm. I'm skipping ahead right now. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so so he go. He does the thing, and he goes to the parallel universe, and he like. He doesn't have a car when he gets there because he just, like, appears there. So he has to wander around town for a day. And, like, he kind of peers into his house and he sees himself and his wife and the kid's not there. And he sees, like, like the kid's dead. And finally he goes to his office and, you know, he meets his buddy, his other scientist buddy, and starts telling him, like, you know, and he sees that the water's contaminated from a water fountain. And he's like, I've come here to try to figure out the water, but it, it looks like there's nothing that's changed and the guy's like well that's weird that our universe is exactly the same as yours and they start having this conversation and then the guys the the guy who's traveled there is talking and then the partner whips out an enormous penis and starts sucking on it his own yes he's got like uh he's got like a 20 inch penis and he starts sucking on it and the guy's like, what, what are you what are you doing? He's like, what what are you talking about? Doesn't everybody suck their own dick in your universe? He's like, no. He's like, oh, it's, it's socially accepted, social or self-soothing here. And then I like, get this conversation. He's like, yep, yeah, oh my god, that's so huge. He's like, what do you mean? Like, how big is your dick? And he's like, six inches, and the guy just starts laughing at him. No. That sucks. Yeah. I feel bad for this guy in this movie now. How, how did they get away with sucking dick on YouTube? Uh, they have a, a content advisory that you have to hit accept on before it plays. But yeah, <laughs> so self-sucking well, is imagine intended. it was a it was a fake twenty-inch cock, right? Yeah, they no, were very, it was real. They were very fake, <laughs> but still, yeah, it's really found <laughs> the only twenty-inch cocked man in the world no, I, to be in their short film in California. I, I actually have a pretty funny story about like gigantic dicks <laughs> like that oh yeah so, does it go along with your prostate exam oh no 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 <laughs> nothing with me ever like involves giant dick um back in the day like when i worked at that target me and my friend like we were talking about porn and shit and like i don't know how we got to it but we were talking about like those guys with like those black dudes who had like the fucking 20 inch dicks and it was called like monsters of cock Oh, I remember that. Do you yeah. Remember? yeah. Dude, there was so much big uh, Mike remembers that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole episode. No, I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I know. that's the one. You know, when you when you say it that way, that does actually seem kind of fucking weird. Well, any anyway, so we were talking about it, right? Like and we were in the back room, so it was usually just us bullshitting around talking about shit like that. And I like I was bringing that up and he was like Oh yeah, and also insane cock brothers. <laughs> and as soon as he said that, this old white woman who worked down on the floor walked up and heard him yelling about insane cock brothers <laughs> and us talking about fucking eighteen inch fucking fake dick spraying women. <laughs> and she was just like, she literally did that thing where you just back out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I will say those porns were very, very annoying because you're looking for porn. That was like half the porns were those fake cock videos. Dude, they still do those. The same problem. 
Do they? Dude, uh, the, the new ones that they have are really fucking weird. I'll, I'll make it short because I know TJ doesn't like this. Yeah, yeah, I'm backing out of the room myself. <laughs> yeah, just I got some really... Wikipedia's to read over here. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you touch up on your notes. my movie some more. So, so, Mike, they have this new thing where it's like glory hole porn, right? But, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's a fake dick in all the walls. Like, all the walls are fake dicks. And then oh, they okay. all just start shooting at once, like just, and they cover the entire room, like it's like a fucking <laughs> twelve by twelve room, and it's like just insanely dripping with fake jizz. And like, all right, now I kind of have to see this. The later. women, <laughs> the women can't even stand up; like they're actually slipping and falling <laughs> in it. Like it, it's comical. Yes. They're like. Like, their feet go out and they just land on their back and just fucking spooge and fucking flies in the air. <laughs> so, yeah, look, look that up after the show. TJ, we're back. Yeah, yeah. We're back to the movie. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, we're only a minute into the movie. I know, right? <laughs> well, we had to talk about the dude killing himself. All right. So oh, yeah, of course, yeah. So the kid's name is Barry, and he wakes up in school, and everyone there is just laughing at him. <laughs> what? What about Both the Barry? Scoffed at Barry. What a stupid name. I just called him Dead Barry. I just thought that was... <laughs> Dead Barry. Oh, Dead Barry. I thought Dead you just Barry. Yeah, yeah. Barry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Barry wakes up in school and everyone's laughing at him. There's only one person in the classroom who's standing up for him, telling everybody, like, stop making fun of him. It's Winnie from the Wonder Years. Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah. So Barry, all right. Barry starts having an asthma attack and, like, classes out and everybody's still laughing at him. They all leave. Winnie asks mm -hmm. if she wants him to, like, once her to stay with him after class and the teacher is like no and the teacher's all pissed oh. the teacher is this jerk. nice well she's not nice but well no oh. she's nice she's nice i'm sorry she's a nice asian lady <laughs> I'm sorry I, i'm sorry she's a very nice woman <laughs> but but she's upset because he's always daydreaming in class so she wants to have a conference with the dad and she does and the father is, like, defending his kid's imagination of being Chuck Norris's sidekick. And oh. that Asian, oh. the Asian <laughs> teacher, the Asian teacher is the Asian lady who is tied up in his fantasy. Oh, that's hot. Isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't get that till the second. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. All so right. the dad signs um, Barry up for karate. And he goes to this karate place, and the instructor is, like, crazy, and he's angry, and he's yelling, right? It's Joe mm -hmm. Piscopo. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I think it's just my whole life. I think it's just Mike dropped Joe Piscopo <laughs> on the episode. He like, really did. Like, I fucking, I got silent. I was like, oh, this is where the fucking praise comes in. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so Joe Piscopo is just being. I hope you wrote his dick. name in all caps in your notes. <laughs> I didn't, but I should have. Fuck. All right, and Barry's like talking to him, and he's like, "Oh man, you sound pretty good. You sound almost as good as Chuck Norris." And then Piscopo just loses his fucking shit, dude. 
He's like, Chuck Norris doesn't stand shit to me. Like, oh, I, kicked, I kicked his ass back in the day. He wants nothing to do with me. So, like, oh. he's turning all red and shit. Like, you know how Piscopo gets. Yeah. He doesn't like to be challenged like that. So, <laughs> he doesn't take that class. That guy will not take Barry into his class because he brought up Chuck Norris. And now Barry's at home and he's watching Missing in Action, but uh, fucking Joe Piscopo is the bad guy in the movie, and the Asian lady is tied up, and it's the teacher. So now he's having that fantasy of being in the movie Missing in Action. So Chuck Norris pops out of the water like in that scene to shoot everybody, but Barry pops up too next to him, and they're both <laughs> just so relatable, man. <laughs> they're both just shooting everyone, <laughs> and killing everybody. Uh, the teacher Joe is, Piscopo is not on cameo, by the way. Oh, uh, how the fuck oh. is he not? Right, dude. He has a um a show in fucking what's that place? Not Nash. No, Las Vegas? No, not Vegas. Like, the shitty version of Vegas. Oh, Atlantic um, City? No. No. Reno? Uh, what is it? Oh, Reno? yeah, Reno. No, not Reno. It's not in Vegas. Oh. Uh, fuck. This is going to bug me, so I have to look it up. All right. <laughs> Place like Vegas, but not. You could get Sheriff Joe Arpaio? Former oh, law yeah. enforcement? America's toughest sheriff? Who is this guy? Yeah. Is that the He's black the guy dude? Said, no, that's the big fat white guy. He's in his, like, his 80s. He ran for sheriff like 20 straight times and he like he fed like inmates like green bologna sandwiches and shit like that. Like rotten ones? Yeah, kind of rotten ones. He, <laughs> oh he, was, he was kind of a jerk. Well, he's only $30. <laughs> He'll do our cameo. <laughs> Did I Let me you? get off of here because it's all just take up. No, fucking <laughs> with um with um fucking cameo. Do you guys know the movie Lost Boys? Yeah. You know yeah. Tim Capello, the guy who plays the sax in that song. No. Oh, fuck, man! If you look him up, and he's like wearing like the chains and shit, and he does the song "I Still Believe," and then he does like a sax solo in it. Anyways, like it's this kind of like fucked up funny thing for people. But anyways, he oh, does okay, it. Yeah, now now I know who you're. you're yeah, if like, you look at him, he, you'll know him. But he performs like half naked or something. What do you mean? Doesn't he like? Well, in the movie, and like short, like Shawn Michaels, because I'm seeing a guy that yes. looks like Shawn Michaels with a saxophone. Yes, he does. He doesn't look like do Shawn that Michaels. on the the reg. Like, I thought that was just, like, normal thing, and that's why they put him in the movie, because he was, like, this weird, speedy sax player. Back then, he probably did, but the funny thing is, like, watching his um, cameos is so funny. Like, I got lost in a loop, and I watched, like, an hour of him doing cameos for people, and, like, he's so, like, loving towards people. He's like, I love you from the bottom, and he starts, like, hitting his chest with his hand. He's like, all the love and stuff, and he's like, I know what you want to hear. And then he starts playing the song, but he plays it badly. <laughs> like, he's not doing it right. <laughs> it's, it's so goddamn funny. I suggest looking it up. It's really fucking funny. By the way, the place I was thinking of is Branson, Missouri. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Nah. Famous hotbed of vice. Well, Branson, I get, Missouri. Branson is like a shitty version of it. 
And what it is is like they have like Yakov Smirnoff has like a fucking like a thing there, like a residency. Fucking Joe Piscopo did, and like just like all these like really shitty. I think fucking Taro did at one point. Oh. So yeah, it's it's that. I could have gone my whole life without being reminded that Charo was a person who exists. Yeah, well, she's there and she's rocking it with her dumb thing. With it's, Joe Piscopo. With Joe Piscopo. All right, so Asian <laughs> teacher. A body cop movie. Oh God, that would be great. <laughs> I'd be honest. I'd like to be honest with everyone real quick. I really don't really know who Joe Piscopo is. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He I, sounds so familiar, but I just I guess don't know Google him? He's terrible. I know him best from Dead Heat. Dead Heat is the best role ever. But he oh, was Oh, okay. Uh, He's, okay, I know who he is. He was on All Saturday right. Night yeah. Live. Like in, I see his face right. like in a bunch of movies from the eighties. Alright. He he, and, he was yeah. a comedian who got like he was the first comedian who like people didn't find that funny, so he just got jacked. So he could beat him yeah. up like <laughs> fucking yeah, okay. carrot top like, way. People didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> that's his fucking that's his thing that's like the way all comedians go they either get jacked or they get really fat and do a lot of drugs yeah it's like their only possibilities alright so the teacher is getting Barry a trainer and it's her uncle who when her uncle is coming to America like he's gonna ride on the subway and there's this guy smoking a cigar and then this white guy behind the uncle is like hey can you tell that chink to stop smoking and then he turns around and is like oh yeah I do that for you and then he fucking he makes the guy's cigar disappear into the white guy's thing so then the white guy catches on fire (laughs) so he sets him on fire for making a very racially insensitive comment yes the white guy deserved it. He's a piece of shit. So he's on fire now. So the teacher is on a date with Barry's dad at the restaurant. And it's going well. And Mr. Lee is the uncle who's teaching, who's going to teach Barry. And he's like, oh, like, what's your, you're going to be like Barry the tiger. No, no, that's not for you. Barry the, the lion heart. No, no. You're- oh, that's pretty good. No, he was like, no, you're Barry the fucking, uh, fuck, what was it, like, egg roll or some shit, like something, oh, or, uh, no, dumpling, like, he was a dumpling, uh-huh. that's what it was, because he's a dumpling. What? I mean, I guess Lionheart is very hard to live up to, like, imagine <laughs> if my nickname was the Lionheart, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Mike the Lionheart. <laughs> but dumpling just... makes way more sense. <laughs> Little dumpling Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whereas if I was the Lionheart, I would like, especially if like my dad's name was Lionheart and it passed down to me, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm just gonna. Oh, my anxiety would be ten times worse yeah. if I was not living yeah. up to the name Lionheart. Yeah, some fucking guy comes up to me, the Lionheart, huh? I'd be like, I'd be like, no, I have anxiety. Don't call me that. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Don't you go by the name Jaguar? <laughs> no. <laughs> And I don't go by Jaguar Heart either. <laughs> Jaguar. Oh man, we. I want to make it Jaguar Heart. Your name has changed my phone. Jaguar Heart. <laughs> That's a pretty good name, to be honest. I like it. Yeah. Mine would have been Tomcat Heart. That doesn't even make sense. 
That's pretty good. I don't want to be Lionheart, though. I don't, like to I, be mean, a different I feel cat. like Tom kind of heart works. It sounds like you really want to fuck. Hell yeah, yeah dude. You do, you do. Yeah. That's what Tomcats like. Around. That's the heart of the Tomcat. <laughs> I live this life. Yeah, I hope when Angus turns 40, he just starts having kids with a bunch of different random women. <laughs> I don't hope that at all. Well, if it makes him happy. I mean, I don't wish it ill I will think on it him. Would. I hope it makes him happy. I, as of makes no, you happy. <laughs> as of now, I don't want that life. Um, yeah, as of yeah. now. <laughs> All right. So a bunch of bark bikers like come into the restaurant and they just start fucking with the dad. And the teacher goes to talk to Mr. Lee. And Mr. Lee comes out and he's like pretending he's drunk and he's got like all this food in his hand. But he just starts like accidentally beating the shit out of people. Like he's like, oh man, I'm drunk. And then he like fucking just slams a plate into somebody's fucking head. And oh, yeah, drunken kung fu is great. Yeah, yeah. And he's fucking and awesome Chan at has it. has a couple movies about it. It's amazing. Yeah. So this guy, I want to say, invented it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm with it. Apparently, the guy who played Mr. Lee did try out for the Mr. Miyagi role and didn't get oh. it. Oh. All right. Ended up in sidekicks. So, uh, better movie. All right. So, he beats the shit out of all of them. The next day, the... Oh, did I never mention that? Yeah, there's a bully. And of course he's, there is. He's pissed off because Barry answered a question in one of the classes that he couldn't get right. But the only way Barry got it was because Winnie gave him the answer and the fucking bully saw that. So now like they're in gym and he's being a dick. Like he pushes them down and everything and like puts Oops. his fucking foot on his chest. Oh, like, I didn't see you there. You think you're so smart and all this, you know, you're just <laughs> a fucking idiot and you daydream and you're gay. Like and you're so, a dumpling. You'll he, never be a lion heart. No, he I mean, did. Jaguar heart. <laughs> He did call him the F word, which I won't say, uh, but fucker? no, oh, the uh, other one. Yeah. But what's funny is I watched the trailer after watching the movie and they leave that's in the trailer. How is times have changed. Is him calling him the F word. Wait, wow. like they don't bleep it or anything? No bleep. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> man, that was such a better time. I was going to say such a better time for movies. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, and they're wearing the school's outfit for gym class and their name is the Lamar Redskins, which I think is funny because now that would be censored. Yeah, that's not okay now either. (laughs) They would be be the Lamar Lamar football team. (laughs) Lamar high schoolers. (laughs) Just, that's the name of the team. Lamar basketball people. (laughs) Alright, so now we're in this Wild West fantasy, and him and Chuck Norris go into a saloon, and they order milk, and everybody's laughing at him, and... Yeah, they should. Yeah, and then Joe Piscopo is in the corner, calling him a bitch. So then... (laughs) (laughs) You think uh, Joe Piscopo said that, like, he picked up the paper that one day, and was like, Jonathan Brandis hung himself. Bitch. What a bitch. I knew he was a bitch. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) So, 
yeah, fucking Barry <laughs> keeps slapping Joe Piscopo across the face, and then eventually there's like this big brawl and shootout and everything. And the fucking gym teacher wakes him up and is like, "Hey, you got to climb the rope. Everyone's got to do it." So yeah, fail school. Oh, I, I never could climb the rope. So he's trying. You had a rope, huh? I never had a rope in any gym class. There was no rope in elementary or not always, in middle school. We had one. I always thought it was yeah, just like a movie thing. When I was younger, like you had like the ropes or like the gym pole. Like they didn't have them um, like all the way up to the ceiling where you no, break no, your no. neck if you fell off of it. They were like ten feet tall, and yeah, I didn't remember it, having to do either a pole or a rope. It was on like a railing thing, and then the rope like hung down. Yeah. Because, yeah, if it was on the ceiling back at my school, yeah, yeah you'd be fucking 50 feet in the yeah, air. They yeah, they always show no that in, like, movies and stuff. Like, what, what are they trying to, like, that's such a liability. What school has the insurance for that? <laughs> Especially when the kid has asthma and shit. And they're <laughs> making him climb a 50-foot fucking rope to the ceiling. Like he's, he's got a stupid name like Barry. He's not getting up there. <laughs> they, they they expect him to hang in the rafters like he's fucking Sting waiting for his entrance music. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I've maybe never thought about that. Like, maybe that was back in the day. That was like their answer to like crowded classrooms. They're just trying to like Owen Hart all these fucking kids. <laughs> Damn. That's fucked oh, up. Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, let's go back to the glory hole. <laughs> I'm offended. Oh, oh, I'm getting kicked out from my Owen Hart joke. <laughs> I, I thought it was poignant and hilarious. No, I, I, I had a few feelings with that one. <laughs> I never even liked the Hart Foundation, so fuck them. <laughs> All right. So everybody's laughing Good at him boy. except Winnie. Winnie is like, come on, I believe in you, Barry. So he's just like, oh, man. And then he looks over to the rope next to him, <laughs> and fucking Chuck Norris is climbing that rope. <laughs> yeah. And he encourages and teaches him how to climb. He's like, you got to wrap your leg around it. And while he's getting up, everyone starts cheering, but they're like, wait, who the fuck is he talking to? So, but they're still, they're still happy he did it. So he walks Winnie home, and he tells her that he likes him. Or she likes... Ah, he tells her that he likes her, and she says she likes him, too. And he's like, oh, All right. well, you do. You want to go out sometime? And she says she doesn't like him in that way. Oh, boy. So this is the most hurtful part of the movie to me. Is he has a fucking uh -huh. full-blown panic attack and just starts running, and oh. he can't breathe. Like Forrest Gump? Yeah. But Sidekicks <laughs> did it first. Except for with asthma and shit. So, like, he's upset and he throws and breaks his inhaler. Oh. And uh, He's only going to get about, like, three-fourths of a mile then. Yeah, he didn't get very far. Let's just put it that way. Pain. He got to the end of her driveway. She's <laughs> <laughs> looking at him like, what the hell, Barry? She's, like, fucking poking him with a stick. Like, uh, so this is why I don't like you in that like, way. He's flopping like a fish <laughs> gasping for air. <laughs> Dude, come you on, my dad gets hair. home soon. What do I do? <laughs> uh, well, now Barry, he's tied on a torture rack by Nazis. Oh. And Chuck is also tied up with by Nazis. 
and the main Nazi is Joe Piscopo. <laughs> oh, that's great. But eventually Barry wakes up and he's in an ambulance and the teacher and Mr. Lee show up to the hospital and Mr. Lee goes into his room and he pulls down fucking Barry's like gown, like from the whoa. chest. <laughs> oh, <Mr. Lee>. <laughs> he calls him the F word too. <laughs> Yeah, you like this, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. No, what happens is like he pulls it down like to like where his chest is exposed and he just starts rubbing this like this stuff on him, like this like <laughs> rubbing his stuff on him, okay. Okay, that's not what I mean. Okay. I'm gonna go leave the room again. <laughs> no. This, this is what I meant. And, like he's like rubbing like this like kind of like oil stuff on it to like exfoliate him. But I just in my head like I was like, ah, it's probably sweet and sour sauce. To, wait, just to make wait. my own racist joke. <laughs> so he has an asthma attack and then he needs to be exfoliated? Yes. Well this is your, ancient Chinese secret. Your skin's oh, right. so dry. That's why he was Mr. Miyagi was seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> wax on wax off means he waxes his chest <laughs> alright Mr. Lee said he was too overzealous but it's brave that he wants to learn so now we get a training montage cool and there's a cool the, tiger, the... the music isn't that good but it's pretty cool I like the music every time it shows up and now he's more confident in school there's another montage where he's learning nunchucks. So now he's back in school. The bully punches them in the back and challenges. And then they have a karate fight with each other. And they're both pretty equal. And then the coach comes in, breaks it up. And the coach is like, oh, man, I'm pretty impressed with you, Barry. And then Winnie is, like, impressed. So she's like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Can I come along? Whoa. So... Yes, yeah, fucking Winnie's all in. She's about to fucking wax in my ass. chest. You want to help? <laughs> <laughs> he just makes her watch Bring the sweet and sour sauce, baby. <laughs> just Mr. Imagine... Lee will be there. <laughs> imagine making a woman go on a date with you where an old Asian man waxes your chest. <laughs> <laughs> the first date. <laughs> the first date. Is that... uh... That's a, That's amazing. <laughs> So, I would love to try that first date with like a woman I'd never want to see again. Mike, you gotta do this. <laughs> I think <laughs> you're the only one with hair on the chest. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez, yeah. yeah, I do have a lot of hair on my chest. Right. <laughs> I have no hair. I'm like fucking hairless everywhere. It sucks. Yeah, this would be super well, way easier for you. <laughs> it would be great if you'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird. You're, you're taking me to a spa on a first date? But cool. <laughs> like, what girl doesn't like the spa? You're like, alright, baby. <laughs> and then you get in there and she thinks she's going to get like a fucking massage, but nope. She's watching a Chinese man wax your chest. <laughs> well, she has to sit in the fucking guest chair. <laughs> yes. yeah. Just she waiting a, there's no, no magazines. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's magazines but they're all in Japanese she can't read it <laughs> she, she's like why does the magazine go backwards I don't get this <laughs> oh fuck 
So now Barry's like working out. He's doing some pull-ups and he pulls himself up. And now he's on a rooftop with Chuck Norris and Chuck Norris throws him a sawed off shotgun. And we're on top of a meth lab and down in the meth lab, Joe Piscopo is down there poisoning <laughs> and putting razors in the candy bars. And he's and not only that, he's taking pinatas and putting dynamite inside of them. That's amazing. <laughs> So they bring out the tied up Asian teacher. <laughs> this is the third this time she's been. Sounds up. like the best villain role since Joe Pesci was in that Michael Jackson movie. Oh god, <laughs> Moonwalker. <laughs> yes. yes, dude, he was great. Joe Piscopo in Moonwalker. <laughs> it would have been. Not as good. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I like him in this. All right. So they bring her out. There's a shootout. Barry pulls out a bazooka and he goes to save uh, the Asian teacher lady. But when he turns her around, it's Winnie now. Aww. So now the bully, he challenges fucking him to a karate contest. The teacher and Mr. Lee are trying to sign up for the tournament, but it turns out you need four people to be in the tournament, and it's only three of them, so they're all bummed and shit. So they're just, like, walking around the event, like, sad, and all of a sudden, Chuck Norris walks in the building, and Joe Piscopo runs up to him and starts talking shit at him. Like, oh, man, you know, I would beat your ass. You know that, right? Fucking Chuck You're Norris. You're a fake ranger. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> And the teacher pulls Chuck aside to ask him a question. And Barry's watching this guy on stage do karate, sing the music. And he's just like, oh, man, that guy's good. And he turns his head and Chuck Norris is sitting by him. And he can't believe it. He thinks he's in a fantasy world again. But he's not. Oh. And Chuck asks if he's competing. And, like, the, the Barry's just like, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, they won't let us without somebody. He's like, oh, yeah? Well, let's go win this together. So, Mr. Lee, for some reason, leaves because he says he has to go to work, even though the fucking competition what? started. What? I don't he has understand. an emergency wax appointment. <laughs> I don't understand this. He's a fucking cook at a place called the Frying Dragon that has at least <laughs> 12 other employees in the back <laughs> cooking. They've shown him. <laughs> Oh man! What the fuck? I'm gonna close the door. It's not gonna bother. I heard you tip tapping in my room. What was that? So, so Mike has this problem where like he lives with us, so our presence scares. You can the put shit it on the show. Him. But uh oh, okay. All right, so we're, I don't know where Angus left uh, off. When yeah, Mike had his little issue. We were having um, technical and, difficulties. <laughs> But in our little impromptu break, while Mike was in the kitchen getting a beer, my wife snuck into his room to scare the hell out of him when he got in there. Because that's like apparently our our new thing, which developed out of the fact that Mike was just scared of us anyway. <laughs> like, he would like walk into the living room and be spooked by me like laying yeah, on the couch. It's six in the morning after right. all night. How many times have different. I said even on the show that I, like, I wake up at six in the morning and watch movies? Like I yeah, said, but, like, you, I don't like, like seeing it and hearing it is like way I'm too I'm laying on the couch watching a movie. 
and you I come out there and you're like, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm like, and I'm just like, he's just laying there. No normal person lays there at six in the morning. It's scary. Yeah, that I is have other that time is to weird. Watch movies. I, I have no other time to watch these movies. No, I get it. I'm, not, I'm just saying. For me, that would be weird as fuck too to see that. I I wouldn't but understand why like, other things where he'll like come around the corner and like maybe I'm just in the kitchen like getting a thing of water. And he'll be like, <laughs> like, bro. Just, like, for like the last 10 years, like, there has been no movement in my house, right? I, it's just been me. And now there's like cats and dogs and babies. We are, and, but we are and people, not adults. quiet either. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just the movement. I, I'm totally... still call him a baby. He's four years old. I, I still would. Now they're yeah, like I 12, I consider them babies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When he's nine, I'm gonna be like, "Look at that big baby." Once, once they have their first cigarette and beer, then I'm just like, "Oh, okay, you're not a baby anymore." <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's so about the, that's about eight, I think. What? So the Joe Piscopo movie. Oh yeah. In Poland, it's eight. Yeah, because they're off to war at ten. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking from toilets at six. He didn't drink from it. He washed his hands. <laughs> You said he drank from it. You said he Did put I? his palm out in the cup. It. Oh yeah, totally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So this is where I was at. I don't know if Mike heard it or not. Mister Lee leaves to go to work for a bit at the restaurant, even though he's competing at that thing that's happening right now. The first event is women's solo. So the teacher does it, and she's super good. I watch good. those videos all the time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I, I went, what? And then I was like, oh, yeah. Are you Googling one right now? What's going on? Yeah, do it. Sorry, my, my, my headphones fell off. <laughs> Why does it sound like fucking Regan from it, The Exorcist is in your room? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, I don't, you shouldn't, that shouldn't have affected anything. I just turned it in are... the background. It was like, you got a podcast in hell. Mike, Mike is recording from hanging off the ceiling right now. Oh my god. After my wife scared him, he fucking hung himself, and now he's actually dead. No, that's not what I meant. I meant like he crawled up. Like a, god, that was uh, a stupid oh, name, like no. Dead Mike. I thought he was like already dead. Dead Dumpling. No. Dead Dumpling. Dead dumpling. Oh no. Alright, so the, the worst kind of that, that is so somebody's deviant art username. <laughs> oh, oh, dumpling. It's so possible. <laughs> we can't get in the so deep. Tell us oh. about the movie while I, I Google dead dumpling on Google DeviantArt. <laughs> I'm about to DeviantArt fucking uh, Joe Piscopo. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> They're on Pinterest instead of DeviantArt. Pinterest <laughs> has become the new one, I think. <clears throat> like, they've taken over the DeviantArt thing. Alright. It's hmm. a bunch of Anime girls in business attire. Okay. Uh, Stupid. Anyway. Yeah. All right. I, I really wasn't it. saving this for anything, so I'll just say it now. The teacher, the woman teacher, she's the fucking chick from Rambo 2. I found that out yeah. later while list, uh, looking uh, up IMDb. You, you she's, wait. she's the you, chick from what? Rambo 2. For a second. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the chick from what? 
Rambo 2, First Blood Part oh, 2, Rambo. Oh, okay, the one with the necklace. Yes. Yes. That's all I was trying to say was it's her, because I keep just calling her I can't wait, teacher. like, I'm going to edit this together, and, like, the audience will be able to hear you, and just hear me and Mike, like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I don't what? know what that was that confused me. All right. Uh, Mr. Lee is missing during his challenge because he left even though he had to do the second challenge. No, we're out again. Yeah, we we have to fix this. (sighs) Yeah. Angus, say things to me? Hi, hello, I'm Angus. Alright. Are we here? Are we all here? Oh, am I supposed to speak as well? No, we're, we're fine. Okay, Angus. All right, it's the chick from Rambo 2. Mr. Lee is missing, even though he was supposed to be... Because he was supposed to be there, because his challenge was the second challenge, but he had to go back to work for some reason. That's never explained. Yeah. (laughs) There's an egg roll emergency? I don't know. Like, seriously, he put on his fucking, like, little outfit and ran out, and then came back, like, an hour later, when he didn't need to go. So, they're like, oh, where is he? Where is he? And then he shows up, and he's in, like, the fuck... Well, the guy from Piscopo's team is breaking the... the... He's from breaking? (sighs) No, he's breaking the bricks with his hand. Oh, yeah. I I couldn't think of the word brick for some reason. Break it! I'm sad that doesn't happen anymore. I feel like that a big part of my childhood was a bunch of dudes breaking fucking bricks all the time. You would see that all the time. There was some brick breaking in It Man 4. Oh, really? It was a very bad movie, Uh but there's uh brick breaking in it. Are any of those good? One through three. One and two. And three isn't exactly good, but his fight with Mike Tyson is. Except that, like, you would think that, like, Mike Tyson is the villain in it. He would fight him at the end of the movie. But he, like, fights him at the end of the second act, and there's still, like, 25 minutes to go in the movie. So it's kind of anticlimactic after that. Mm. And the fourth one is just just abysmal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the dude breaks eight bricks, right? The dude from the Piscopo team. In and- a row? He throws them on the ground. <laughs> Broken one. Broken two. <laughs> <laughs> I like the like. What if they just brought a sledgehammer and it's just not that impressive? Like, yeah, of course that's what it's made for. He's got a fucking jackhammer on it. Yeah, he just points at his brains. He's got to use your noggin, yeah. fellas. Yeah. Am I strong or am I smart? I'm both. Sledgehammer. And then some fucking guy brings in a jackhammer and the dude just hangs himself. He's like, I can't believe <laughs> hanging. This is my war. (laughs) 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 Alright, so Mr. Lee shows up late and he's still wearing his fucking, like, apron and stuff. And... Typical. And he asks for an extra brick. He's like, come on, give me another brick. Yeah. Uh Nine bricks? Yeah. And he does it. He fucking nails it. Hell yeah. Alright, so the next event is weapon form, and Barry has nunchucks, and he's doing these sick-ass nunchuck moves. And 
He Im- in, Did you guys ever know it like a nunchuck person in in like middle school or anything? I or had no? a pair. I never knew one. No. Oh, really? I had a pair in dude. They, you would hit yourself so much. Like I wasn't <laughs> good at them, dude. I was fucking awful, but I had them because like Michelangelo was like my favorite as a kid. How did you pay for like real nunchucks? How much you pay for that? No, my mom got them. I don't know. She got oh, me yeah, nunchucks. My cool. Yeah. <laughs> my mom. Bought- you know what? I, all the things I know in life, I've never looked up the price of nunchucks. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea how much nunchucks would cost. Mm. Dude, like we got them from like <laughs> we got them from like the flea market. My mom used to buy me fucking brass knuckles. I yeah. still have a pair of brass knuckles she bought me when I was in sixth grade. Wow. <laughs> Highly oh, illegal. You could get, like, some practice, like, ones for, like, ten bucks. You could get stainless steel ones for twelve. Oh, that's Wish, so that's okay. Yeah, don't trust so Wish. Aluminum. So I guess, like, fifteen bucks or, what, thirty bucks for a pair? Should we all get nunchucks? No. I would hurt <laughs> oh. myself. I yeah, I yeah. lose a tooth. I hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> <Done chucks. laughs> Alright, yeah, no, I had them. Oh, man, everybody's buying the foam ones. What a bunch of bitches. Where's, like, the steel? Yeah. Well, you gotta practice. Fucking... Yeah, they all say Yeah, practice. you practice with your blood. Come on, that's how you become Chuck Norris. You just right? bitched that you wouldn't be able to do it. And they're like, no, I can't do it. I'll hurt I know, myself. But if I was going to yeah, buy the absolutely. nunchucks, I'd be all in. Like, Yeah, you, I, I agree with that one completely. Oh, yeah. my God. There's one with, like, crochet knit cover. You don't just go all in first, man. I'm, I'm disagreeing right, with I gotta, you guys I, on this. Again, I, gotta, I just got to not be on the computer. Now. I get sucked in. Yeah, man. You got to record in your kitchen or something. Uh-huh. All right. So, yeah. Uh, weapon so form. Real good. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, while he's doing the nunchucks, he imagines himself as the white ninja. And men's freestyle fighting is the next event. And is Joe Piscopo versus Chuck Norris. They Ooh. Hell yeah, the fight of the century. Right well, well, what happened was better they... than when Chuck fought Bruce Lee. <laughs> it is. I wouldn't pay to see this live. Anyways, yeah, they beat all their competitions, so now it's them facing each other. And Piscopo lands the first hit, and he's just a cocky asshole about it, right? You know how the Pisk is. The Piss? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You call him Joe Piss now? (laughs) I call him the Piss. The (laughs) Pister! I don't know why it took me like 10 seconds to laugh, but then it got me. It's just... (laughs) I'm trying to be creative with this man. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Pissmeister. <laughs> Piscopow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's cocky. And then he just gets the shit beat out of him. And then okay. while he's getting the shit beat out of him, he's just like, he gets so angry, he rips his shirt off just to show how ripped he is in real life. Hell yeah. Nice. And, like, he's all oiled and shit under his outfit, under his karate gi. <laughs> like he was pre-oiled so he could just show off his muscles. <laughs> so, so he starts running at Chuck Norris, right? And then Chuck Norris just kicks him right in the face and he flips through the air three times and just lands on the ground and just he's out. So now both teams are tied for sudden death and they each have to pick a person and then one will pick the event. So it becomes Barry and the bully. And they are going to do a brick-breaking event. And the bully does six. 
So Barry goes in and he breaks seven. Then the Ooh, bully. He's a brick house. <laughs> oh, I hated that. He's mighty, mighty. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> it's so awkward. Uh, cringe. All right, I'm almost done. The bully goes for a record breaking nine bricks. Never happened. He does it, but he only gets through eight of them, leaving the ninth brick untouched. So now, even though he got through the eight, that's, the, that's what's held up now. So Barry can win if he gets the nine, which is the record breaking. And Mr. Lee gives fucking Barry some words of wisdom. And then they set the bricks on fire. I don't know why. I didn't know you could even do that. Yeah, no, it seems like that should be illegal, but I guess it made yeah. it cooler. So, yeah, he breaks through the nine and they win. Barry and Chuck Norris have this heart-to-heart -heart out on a bench outside of the event center. I've heard you've been fantasizing about me, kid. <laughs> well, Pretty weird. <laughs> he told him that, like, he kind of does, but not in such a weird way. So... <laughs> So they're having this heart-to-heart -heart outside, and Chuck says, anything's real if you believe enough, because he's telling about, That's like, his not, fantasies. Well, okay, fine, Chuck, but... And... Debatable. Barry sees his dad and the teacher coming out of the thing, so he's like, oh, I'm gonna... I gotta go see my dad and teacher lady. And then he looks back, and Chuck is not there. There's just a copy oh. of Black Belt magazine there with Chuck Norris's face on it. <laughs> what? And after that, he runs to his family and some kid comes up and finds the magazine and picks it up and looks at it. He's like, holy shit, this is awesome. And then he takes his wheelchair and wheels away. Oh, I like it. Yeah. How oh, sweet. And that All is right, 1992 well, yeah. side every, <laughs> every time you said the word Barry, do you remember Adam Sandler's uh, What the Hell Happened to Me CD? Yes, I listened to it like dude, two weeks ago. Dude, really? Oh, yeah, me too. That's weird. Yeah. There, remember well, the what? skit called Sex or Weightlifting? Yes. And the guy's like, Barry Lincoln. <laughs> and I was like, why is Barry stuck in my head like that? And I realized it's because of that fucking thing. <laughs> the, the one that I listened to was the respect one. And it was because I was talking oh, about yeah. you. Respect. Yeah. In a personal story, like I won't tell the story, but something me and you were talking about, and you said respect, and I was just like, oh, like that Adam Sandler bit about respect. <laughs> God, I love that. I love that whole CD. It's so fucking funny. It's, it's, now. it's amazing. And then we listened to the one with the old guy with the balls, the six year old <laughs> man with the. Holy jeez, I just wanted to lick him. <laughs> Dude, I remember being 12 years old and laughing my ass off thinking that's the funniest thing ever is licking so an old man's funny, balls. Man. <laughs> ah, fuck me in the goat ass. Yeah, we gotta get TJ in on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You gotta listen to this. It's so good. Oh, it's fucking great. Alright, whose turn? Alright. It's, it's uh... Turn. It's my turn. I'm glad Angus oh. took an hour for his movie because mine's going to take like 15 minutes. Um, oh, I watched mine will take an hour, so that's a good book. From out. 2012, Ashes. Okay, so um, sounds like a drama. The character name. It is a drama. All right. Let me see if I can grab the character name real quick. Because I wrote down the actor's name who's Jim Sturgis, and then I was like, why did I do that? Because he's, he's nobody. Yeah, I don't know who that is. 
I did wait. Joe Piscopo because you should know Joe Piscopo. Okay, so he's he's Jamie. Uh, it, it starts with him. Um, okay, first of all, he, he's driving down the road in the rain, and he's doing something that I think is just utterly disgusting, which is smoking with the windows down. Uh, Wait, and, what? Wouldn't the windows down be the good thing? I mean, up. up yeah. Sorry, smoking <laughs> with the windows up. I was like, no, disgusting would be start. up. I'm off to a terrible start. He's smoking with the windows up in his car. So that's the kind of guy Jamie is. And he goes into this really gross apartment. He opens the fridge and there's shoes in the fridge. Um, so it turns out he's looking for his dad. And like a cop comes. He won't be in the fridge. No. I don't know why he looked in the fridge. So uh, a Just cop his shows dad up. shoes. <laughs> And it tells him, oh, that the old man is in um, this old people asylum, you know, like a few miles the away. The morgue. <laughs> you must have heard no. of it. Where, where no. Mike used to live. So, <laughs> oh, no. So so Jamie goes to this asylum and, and we meet Ray Winstone, who is his dad, who has Alzheimer's. And oh. he's extremely he paranoid lady. and prone to hallucinations. A lot like Mike. And, uh, <laughs> Ray Winstone is just sitting there with drool on his chin. And he attacks Jamie just because he has Alzheimer's. And there's this really kind nurse that um, is helping Jamie talk to Ray Winstone. She's like, are you going to say sorry, Ray? Or whatever his character's name. And then eventually is she Irish? <laughs> she's British. Oh, that's a bad one. So then eventually Ray hugs um, Jamie. This is, by the way, probably the least interesting movie I've ever watched for the show. It's not the worst. Oh, no. oh I really thought is... like it was go. I really thought like a creature was about to pop out of his no, chest. That it was is the least interesting. Because, dude, I had Joe Beckett and I was like, like up and down her, her um, credits. And I really like... I wasn't. There was TV movies, which maybe I should have gone the TV a lot movie of, route. A lot of my girls' shit was TV that. movies too. Yeah, I know. I know you've done TV movie TV movies in the past too, but and they've been like, great. <laughs> yeah, I should have done the, the TV movie. Listen to a child or whatever but movie. Joe Peckett was the only script supervisor on this movie. Um, but yeah, she was. Oh, she got. She got. Can, hold on, Spider-Man, can I add that too? Far from home. Can, can I Nutcracker. add that? Mine was the only one on my movie too. She was the only script supervisor. She didn't need help with sidekicks. Cool. She didn't need any help. Yeah. Our ladies can fly on their own. So, yeah, a lot of hers were there just too big. She did a lot of TV and TV movies, and just okay. So anyway. Least interesting movie ever brought to the show. Okay, so I'll, I'll just get over it. Like I said, I'm not joking. I'm going to try to get over this in 15 minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so too long. Ray Speed it hugs up. Jamie. And then, uh, then Ray tries to pee in the sink. I can fuck and with that. <laughs> oh, just, just like Mike, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dude, now I'm nervous. Me and Mike have yeah. talked about sink peeing before. Mike, what are oh, you going to do now? I don't pee in the sink anymore. Okay. <laughs> really, I only peed in the sink because it was like literally a foot and a half closer than the toilet. Yeah. That's like not a justification. 
No, I get it. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, first, yes, it is. It's a, is that not normal? I it's think it's normal. normal. Lots of men do it. Two yeah, out of three totally. on this show agree that's normal. Like, like yeah. the, you just walk okay. in the room, where's the closest hole? Hold on. <laughs> <Put your dick laughs> <in it. laughs> TJ thinks smoking with the windows down is bad, so fuck him and his <laughs> fucking right. yeah. bullshit. Crazy fucking ideas. <laughs> Um, so, so Jamie is basically trying to like talk Ray into like leaving with him. Um, and you know, just trying to like remind Ray Wait, that, that he's his son. No, the nurse oh, has nothing yeah. to do with it now. So now oh, Jamie sorry. offers Ray some whiskey and a flask and, and oh. Ray chugs and Jamie's like, Oh, you like that. Don't you? Or whatever. Um, <laughs> Or whatever. Ray has cutting scars, although not much is made of that later. But he has cutting scars on his wrists. Um, and then they bond by miming smoking cigarettes together with the windows and, up. <laughs> and Jamie films it, so he films Ray just like you know pretending to smoke a cigarette, going ah, making an old man smile. Wait, they have cameras. Yeah, 2012. They have cameras. 2012. Yeah, yeah he has uh-huh. a smartphone. I don't know. I thought they were in like some weird like. Where are they? England, Minnesota. Oh no! I thought Wales. I don't know why. Well, I, I thought Wales. they were in like an insane asylum or something. Well, Jamie brought his phone there. Yeah, he just I, went to visit his dad. Who's insane? Oh, uh, right? his dad has Alzheimer's. Okay, I yeah, just I, I thought he was part in it, and I was like, they just let them have phones. That's weird. Uh, okay, I misunderstood. I My bad. Yeah. And then Ray is all, I miss you, Jamie. I miss you. And, and it's really sweet. And then the next scene, oh. they're, they're all everyone in the little, like, old people home is there. They're painting. Um, Jamie's just playing solitaire. And then this weird old woman comes up and, like, she's like, oh, I shouldn't be here. You got to let me out. And, uh, Ray says, Mister, Mister, because he he thinks he's playing blackjack, even though. Oh, I thought he was into that. Yeah, all right. Well, he he's saying it, and then the old lady's like, "I'm not supposed to be here," and he's like, "Hit me!" So she does, and then Ray slams her head into the table. Which, Holy shit, Ray! <laughs> yeah, then this huge like Alzheimer's fight erupts, and um, Ray and Jamie escape. In, and into Jamie's car, Ray gets in the car, just starts like pushing all these buttons and he pulls the handbrake and then he just starts pulling Jamie's hair. But they, they managed to get away despite all all of that. And. And they get to a red light and Ray just gets out of the car. So Jamie gets him back in the car, but then Ray locks Jamie out of the car. And drives off, hitting curbs and everything like that, like how Mike used to drive drunk. <laughs> and, um, I like that you always got to bring him back to Mike, being a drunk driver. <laughs> we all were drunk drivers who hit curbs. Well, well, he didn't hit curbs. He jumped them and drove in people's yards down blocks. On purpose. <laughs> yeah. that su- had I killed somebody, I would have just been getting out of prison right now, probably. That would have sucked. Yeah. Dude, you have I so mean, many cool tattoos. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. I, I still uh, did. We tell the story about when Mike was blackout drunk and um, yes, yeah, me I and think Angus. So. We were probably slashing tires, but Mike made it home just fine. Uh, okay, 
Wait, what? So, Slashing tires. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> now I do want to hear because I don't remember that. Yeah, no, that was yeah. me and that that dude Nate. We were on the um, interstate, hanging outside the windows of the car, trying to slash the tires with switch knives. No, we've what? never talked about that. Holy shit! Yeah, my car? <laughs> no, no. So oh. the funny thing was, so Sarah. I forgot about yeah, this. She wasn't my wife yet, but we were dating. She was our DD for me, Angus, and Nate. We went home in her car, and she was sober, completely sober, <laughs> didn't drink at all. We, in our car, were so drunk that, well, Angus didn't want any part of this, that me and Nate oh, were man. hanging outside the window with switchblades <laughs> trying to slash the tires of the car we were in <laughs> while we were on the interstate. <laughs> And Dude. so Sarah yelled at us and took away our window privileges, and Angus got to sit in the back eating his fucking little bag of Lay's, <laughs> enjoying the nice breeze from his window that was down. Dude, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, like I was like, "What the fuck? Dude, we're driving in this car. Stop it!" And so, so my wife said, if we behaved the rest of the way, <laughs> she she knew a field where she could go do donuts. And we oh, said, okay, awesome. that's that's cool. <laughs> so we went to this field, which was like, it's this like, like kind of like an unused field that was part of the church, actually, the church where she and I met. So she did her donuts. Oh, that's right. I then, remember that. Yes. Oh, and then she, she left and immediately got pulled over by the cops. Dude, that was frightening. Holy fuck. They thought, they thought she was drunk. They took her keys and threw them out in the street. Because um, we know, were all fucked her. up, so they thought she we was were... too. No, she was sober. She no, was I'm saying they, the cops probably thought. Oh, yeah, because... they thought she was fucked up because me and Angus are in the back. like, Or no, I was in the passenger seat and Angus is in the back. And first, like, I, I'm like, man, these people in this house right here, they must think some kind of rave is going on because they just see all these <laughs> lights flashing through their window because there's just a house right there. And then, like... What really got the cops pissed was like we were talking about like man I bet the other cop in the car like has a rifle aimed right at your head and yeah, we're about turn- to blow your fucking brains we're out. We're turning on him sniping me. Laughing <laughs> till the the till the cop yelled at us for that and then we had to be completely quiet. And <laughs> he goes through the whole like you know drunk driver shit with my my wife. And then, like, she's just not drunk at all. So, basically, he has to give her this mild citation for the donuts. And then the cop had to go out in the street and find her keys for her. Because he threw them. (laughs) And he knew it was wrong to throw a sober person's keys like that. So, the cop went and found her keys and gave them back to her. And then later... That's fucking funny. Later, she what act- does the story have to do with me? She actually got a, a letter from the church saying, yeah, we don't care about that field. So they threw all of it out. Um, but the point is that Mike oh, was nice. blackout drunk and Mike is known for jumping curbs and driving in people's like. I would um, like to point yards. out I only ever did that on purpose. But you did it frequently, and you were a terrible yes. drunk driver. Yeah, you were bad. Whoa, this you, was a you long. Were, you were bad and you were alone in a minivan. And it was a long drive from like, and you didn't take the highway, and it was like. I just like to point out every time we were drunk, I used to drive because you guys told me how lovely a drunk driver I am. I'm getting no, it was exciting. It was exciting, (laughs) and it wasn't us going to jail. And you love to drunk drive. 
We were always like careful. We really only drove drunk if we were like, I guess on pills too. But like, <laughs> which is worse because dude, when we were doing that, we were blacked out for days. Yeah. Anyway, so but you were like blackout drunk that night. You were so blitzed. But you like decided not to take the highway. It's like because we got pulled over. You actually got home before us, and we're like, dude, oh my god! I thought you were gonna like spend the night there because you had been talking about just spending the night. Because even you, as drunk as you were, recognized you were crazy fucking drunk. And this is actually at Trevor's house who we talked about before. And oh, I think yeah. you just didn't want to spend the night with Trevor around. So you, you drove. I probably just wanted checkers, which is what yes, I remember getting. Yes, that's what you did. Night. You're like, oh yeah, I stopped at checkers. I'm like, dude, you're so fucking drunk. How did you make it through a drive-through? You're like, I don't know, it's fine. Yeah. I'd like to point out, I no longer believe in drunk driving. Thank you. As my PSA for the evening. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't done for... it in a long time. I, I, no. I done it i go to a lot of concerts that's when i do it but i've i've yeah, done it purely on uh, accident where i'll like but not like back in those days but oh, i'll I've, get in the car and be like oh i've had one too do, many I'll, i can get home though no the last time like where i was like actually drunk drunk to where i was like it's a problem was troya palooza like oh, wow. that was the worst because i hit something time. and i don't know what it was to this day that was a very long time ago, yeah. Yeah, so that's the only time like I was ever like, oh, I shouldn't drive, and I did. But like other than that, I've had Dumb. beers and shit and drove, and I'm fine because I'm not drunk. You guys know my tolerance level. But man, dude, I fucking forgot about that story. Yeah. I didn't remember yeah. it until you just said it, man. Like the fucking knife <laughs> like out of the fucking window. Everything, the cop, the rave, yeah. the sniper. <laughs> Holy I remember. Shit. I guess I wasn't that drunk. I remember it all very vividly. Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm glad I Angus didn't get a shot, the head chopped off by the sniper. I haven't <laughs> thought of off? it in years. Was the problem? <laughs> the you sniper. Oh, he hadn't thought about it in years. Yeah, I think as, about it oh, as soon as he brought months. it up, I remember. But like, I literally yeah. would have never remembered that if you hadn't said it. Yeah, I remember the checkers. I was like, all right, I wanted the fries. That's why I didn't spend the night. <laughs> All right, so Ray's driving the car now, and the <laughs> GPS is telling him where to go. Like, oh, you turn now. And he's like, you fuck off. And he rips the GPS out off the dash and throws it out the window. And he's sideswiping cars like crazy. And basically, he just ends up just going around the block. So Jamie catches up and gets in, and now he can drive. Um, I was I was real quick. I remember that like GPS used to be like a physical thing for like eighteen months. Where like yeah, yeah, they it wasn't like your phone. Yeah, I was like ripped it off. Like you threw his phone away. I was like, oh yeah, TJ, yeah for, for, it used to be a thing. TJ, younger crowd. Yeah, it used to be a separate device, not your phone. TJ, remember I had the first one of the group. Oh really? Yeah, yours remember? was scary though. It tried to take us to like it would weird always, factories and it, shit. It would you get us. That? Yeah, I was gonna say it would get us into the weirdest situations because all we were trying <laughs> to do, like, it was a Magellan, and it like it was this big clunky fucking. Like, it was the size of like a Game Boy, yeah, like the back first in, like, one. Two thousand what seven? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah, two thousand seven makes sense because that's when I got that car that I still have. Yeah, um, I was just thinking of that the other day. You were talking about like how bad your car is. I was like, damn, that car is like 15 years old. Dude, the car is old as fuck. You've had it for 15 years. Not even just as 15 years old. Like, yeah, I've, I've had it since the beginning. But yeah, we had that GPS. And like it would like we would just look up 
mall or something because like back then you didn't right, know how yeah, to like we look up something so we would end up in like scary areas like with this thing <laughs> yes. but like yeah it got us lost in like industrial like fucking places yeah. and shit it would just like loop us around highways and we would go far so we were like leaving you know getting 45 minutes away from home yep. down the highway and be like oh yeah this is a mall and it would straight up just take us like a fucking industrial sector and try to like <laughs> stop us at a factory like dude yeah, claiming it was like the mall of Fort Lauderdale or something yes. <laughs> exactly like not even close and then if you try when we tried to get back on the highway it like fought with us it was like you turn -turn." (laughs) so we just had to follow the signs to get back on the highway and pick a different mall also eventually we'd get somewhere also it would just say signal lost and then just shut down (laughs) on its own and just expect (laughs) you to figure out what else (laughs) and then you couldn't get the signal back <laughs> Remember, like we tried for like twenty minutes once, and we we're just like, "Fuck, I think we have to go back because I don't know where we're going." <laughs> the thing was evil, dude. I, I, it might still be in my glove box. I'm not even joking. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> is it the same car? Yeah. Yeah, I've had that car, same car since 2007. Yeah, I've had that car back when we lived together. That's how long You're I've had it. You're going to be it. so sad when it finally dies. Yeah. Like, I, the way I want to do it is, like, I want to old yeller it and just fucking shoot it myself. <laughs> fucking built for <laughs> tough right there, man. Yeah. No, dude, seriously. It's, it's, until the last couple of years, like, it's been a great car. Fuck. I love Ford. I'm getting another right. focus as soon as I'm done. Yeah. Our, our Explorer is pretty good. Um, They're not in a Ford in this movie. Uh, so yeah, Jay, they're, they're not driving even in America. Out. They're now they're at a motel, and <laughs> they're gonna do it. <laughs> Ray, oh Ray, keeps flashing back to time he had with his wife Kathy. So he's like hallucinating about his his wife Kathy and like this birthday party he had and like these fights they were getting into because Kathy recognized obviously that his memory was going, but he didn't see it yet. So he'd get angry if you brought it up, kind of like my father in law. <laughs> pretty sad um that's hilarious (laughs) so ray hugs jamie (laughs) thinking that jamie is kathy and he grabs a little bum and jamie's like oh no no i'm not kathy and that's that's the end of that um and then jamie waxes ray's chest for him no hell yeah (laughs) the sweet and sour sauce oh Oh, now, now the, coming back to, to, you know, the lives of you guys in the morning, Jamie wakes up by be, because he's being pissed on by Ray. Wait, why is that? A- oh, no. <laughs> well, I, I thought this might remind you of our, our friend, Angus, who would like he peed in your wife's purse and peed in your hamster oh, cage. Yeah, that was tried hilarious. to pee on my roommate's TV. Yeah, like <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah, did but the thing was, like, it was funny because, like, when he pissed in her purse, like, he opened it up to piss in it. <laughs> like, he was lifting the toilet seat. He had to unzip it. Like, right. What what state? And that wasn't even, like, the peak of drunkenness. This was, like, middle of the night. So, yeah, like, this four this, hours after four hours of sleeping it off. Yeah, it was, like, like, and we didn't even drink that much that night either. So it was strange. But the the funny thing is, in that same apartment, 
um, one night I drunkenly, like it was just me and her, and I drunkenly woke up and took our guinea pig house out of his tank, flipped <laughs> it, and started peeing into it. Like, uh. like it was like a bowl or something. But the thing was, his house had little holes in it, so like pretty big holes in the top, punctured out so he can uh. breathe. So I'm pissing into it, and just this is just falling out of it because there's like five giant holes. Do you have any recollection of what goes through your head when you just start like peeing on objects? No. Um, Because I used to sleepwalk as a child a lot too. Because even like this was before I started drinking. Like as a kid, I would sleepwalk and piss in random places. Like I've, like (laughs) my my mom. My kid did that. I'd be so frustrated. Yeah, my mom had to wake. That's why I have a lock on my door. My mom, my mom had to wake me up one time because I was in the middle of the kitchen just peeing in the trash can. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. Leave me alone. And I'm just pissing in the trash can. And, like, I was, like, 11? Like, something like that. Like, so there was no drugs or alcohol in my system. I just slept, walked, and, like, shit. Not, yeah. So, yeah, like, maybe it's a trigger from a childhood thing. Like, I, I don't know if he'd had the same problem. Um, so I've next, grown out, I've grown out of it. I don't pee on things anymore. Jamie on the hand, and then Ray starts yelling, "He touched me! He touched me!" Uh, so Jamie leaves the room, uh, but of course Ray locks him out. So Jamie has to yell to be let in, and then after he like after yelling, he pauses for thirty seconds, and then he just knocks on the door and goes, "Room service." So Ray lets him in, um, <laughs> and then they get back on That's their way. Cool. They're at a diner, and of course Ray eats really gross. And then he with has the another episode. Down. <laughs> he eats with the windows down. He he throws the plate, so they end up leaving. But the manager's really nice and understanding. Like, oh, he's got Alzheimer's. I get it. But you should still leave. Um, so okay. he's like, don't worry about the plate. You know, just just get out of here and leave. Dude, when um, I'm down there, can we pretend Mike has Alzheimer's and just make oh, him yeah, weird shit like, to, like that? Drool on himself. We gotta get him like. <laughs> Just go to Goodwill, get him some clothes that look appropriate. A fucking like chicken old. George shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and khakis with pea stains. I'm out, man. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I understand, but that's like not cool of you. <laughs> but you look the most likely to be oh. out of us. Oh, I, don't know, I, got a, I got a lovely mustache now. I'm a, I you just mustache. said before it was weird. <laughs> Well, we, I mean, I guess I can't. Out of the three of us, I can't really argue that that's true. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let the uh, the the fa- we should let the fans decide who's the most, <laughs> who's the most Alzheimer-ish, old manish of us all. I feel like I'm gonna lose that competition though. I, don't know. I feel pretty I don't good, know about good about it. it. Yeah, you should. I don't feel good about it. Um. Well, Mike has the worst memory of all of us already. So Ray it goes in the parking lot and he gets in a car that's not theirs uh, and he hotwires it. So there, there's hints that like Ray's background is like a gangster background, um, particularly because he has a um, tattoo across his knuckles that says A-C-A-B. All cops he, are bad? Oh. Yeah, Ooh. all coppers are bastards. Oh, man, this was a BLM movie. holy shit Um, this time though he lets Jamie drive off Um, oh no he lets Jamie in and then he drives off 
And the manager is very distressed now. Um, back at Jamie's house, we cut to Jamie's house, and he's with his wife, or we're with his wife, who is Jodie Whittaker. I don't know if you know Jodie Whittaker. She's like the current uh-huh. Doctor Who, and she was in Broadchurch and Attack the Block. Oh, I know Broadchurch. Mm-hmm. I've seen she Attack the, the Block, the but m- I don't remember the name. She was the mother of the kid who died in Broadchurch. Oh, she was a good actress. She actually is a really good actress. And Luke Evans is outside trying to get in. And she won't let him in. So he ends up leaving. But he's like, you tell him he owes me. And uh, that's the end of that part. And now um, (laughs) Ray is driving on the highway and Jamie's asleep. And Ray starts hallucinating about his wife in the back seat. And once the hallucination ends, Jamie wakes up. And they're in Wales, and Jamie is pissed because they went the wrong way. And then they run out of gas. And then Ray has this flashback where he thinks his wife is cheating because of a phone call, but it's actually she's talking to their son, but he has Alzheimer's in the flashback still, and then he doesn't remember the son. That's why. So like, she's like, oh, who are you talking to, man? And she's like, it's our son, Ray. And he's like, I don't have a son. Um and now he, he runs off into the woods, so he's hallucinating in the woods. And back at the on the home front, Jody Whitaker's car is on fire. So so Luke Evans is getting real threatening. And now Jamie gets the gas and Ray answers Jamie's phone and it's Luke Evans calling and Luke Evans says, Gimme Frank, which is Ray's character's name, um, or I'll come for your family. And finally they get home. Ray thinks that Jamie's kid is his own son and which is weird. And now Jody Whitaker in a surprise twist calls Jamie by a different name. She calls him Stuart because he's not actually Ray's son. Uh, so, uh, just to oh, spill no. basically what has happened, the story of the film is that Jamie is in some kind of trouble with Luke Evans, some kind of like gambling debt. And to pay off the debt, he's been told he has to bring Ray in. And Luke Evans is actually Ray's son. Oh. It's, yeah, it's not much of a twist, but it's, you know, a little, little spice in there. Um, what a whole Now we get back in the car. Jamie's going to go drop ray off to luke evans and ray's kind of onto it he's like she called you stewart he doesn't say it like that that's really bad um so now he starts choking out jamie um yeah. and by the way jamie sent his wife away to hide out at a hotel um he stops choking jamie because he, he's old and he forgot so jamie gets to a hotel he with forgot ray. that's illegal now <laughs> yeah and jamie hires a hooker to babysit Ray while he goes and meets with Luke Evans. And we flash in mo- back. Hold on. Out. In movies, whenever anybody hires a hooker for anything but sex, does it ever go right? <laughs> no, she's like, she feels really awkward there. And yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, I'm a hooker. I don't like this shit. Like, yeah, just fuck me. What, why Kathy's do I have to like, look at you? You can call me whatever you want. Okay, Kathy. And she's just like, mm, well, you everything good with you? And Jamie's like, yeah, it'll be fine. Bye. And um, 
Who would think that that's the weirdest thing a hooker has to go through on a daily basis is have to hang out with somebody, not get I, I pissed on or anything like that. Now, I assume it must happen every now and again in a big city. But I'm saying, like, that's the weird part of the day. It's just the guy you have to, like, watch. Like, you don't have to fuck him or anything, but <laughs> that's your weirdness. old man with Alzheimer's, you gotta yeah. pretend to be his dead wife. <laughs> Who died because of a fire he accidentally set because he had Alzheimer's and, like, dropped a cigarette. And burned their home, and she died in the fire. Oh, is this why you thought this? <laughs> that's how he killed his parents? What? <laughs> when Mike said he killed the parents by like on purpose, and then I said the oh, accident, yeah, and you were like the fire Ray accidentally killed his wife, yeah. Um, we see the wife burn. Um, You're gonna burn, and then now Ray, that memory has come back to Ray, and the the hooker ends up leaving because it's too weird. And now that the memory has come back to Ray. He ODs on all his, like, weird dementia meds and dies. Bruce and... Willis! Hearts War! <laughs> <Just saying>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he cuts Hearts War into his arm. And then in the epilogue, we see that Jamie has basically fled wherever they were with his family. And Luke Evans goes to the morgue to ID Ray's body. That's Ashes. That's a fucking funny oh. movie. Yeah, I'll do it. Hilarious. Fucking laugh riot. Sure, no, the Italy Clark Shores. That mm. was the house they owned. No, that was the house they owned. They owned that house. Next to the parish house? Because it was like three houses. I wish I could hear what was going on with that story. No, that, that corner house is the house. Right? House. And then the youth pastor. I want to know what happened. I was there. They weren't at the corner. We, we got pulled over and pulled in a little bit. I think they ended up getting right pulled now, over at their right pastor's house or something. I don't care. I care. Like I said, I don't remember this. Dude, as soon as he said this story, I was like, oh, fuck. That's right. Oh, yeah, you were there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but literally, in a million years, I would have never thought of that on my own. Like, just as, like, a memory. That's a way. I had a white claw, and now I'm having a red stripe. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The white claw. Okay. Oh, but they're T good, man. I'm TJ, what is. White claw. They're the best of the seltzers, too. What did the watermelon is really good? What did she say about that night? Like I couldn't hear. Oh, it was the pastor's house with the rave. Lights. With the what? The rave lights that we were talking about. So the pastor's house was the one where all the cop lights were flashing into the windows. Oh, okay. I just remember those delicious fries. Dude, I and wish I would have been in okay. your car. I haven't had red stripe in forever. <laughs> it's almost like if they thought Bud Light should have a flavor. Well, it's not great, good. but, you know, it's okay. I, it's not light at all, though, either. No, so. I, I love red stripe. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, really like, I, I almost never drink lagers because there's very little flavor oh. to them. So. Love lager. Yeah, me too. I'm a lager lover, man. Loggerhead. Logger loving. <laughs> what if that becomes like a term for like like a negative term, a logger lover? Are we? Are we on? I don't oh, know. Well, we'll keep all this. Okay, so now I'm going on Untap to find logger lover beer. Oh my god. Mike, go ahead and start talking about your movie. I feel disrespectful. Yeah, that okay. is kind of disrespectful. We need to know about logger lovers first. <laughs> Oh, I put man. it as one weird too. Oh, there's quite a few, but there's a session. Lo no, lager, 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 lager. 
Lager, lager. That's a good yeah, one. I like lager, lager. Lager is a, a beer. What about? How come there's no double lagers? Like lovers, there's, there's a lovers lager. And <laughs> lager boy. Oh, there's a few lovers lagers. Uh-huh. I want to try lager boy and lager <laughs> lager. I can't even say it anymore. Luger. <laughs> Lex Jager. Luger lovers. Oh yeah. Oh, people like the lover lovers lager from Brest. Cannon Brewing Company. It has like a has a Greek woman eating grapes on the uh, logo. I do like women and grapes. So what do you like more? I guess how do you feel about grapes? Oh, I like women. Grapes gonna eat a fucking. What kind of grapes? That much. Are you guys? Uh, the purple seedless. You guys are purple. Yeah, I like purple seedless. Yeah, purple. It's a rare combination, so I usually end up just no, not purple. Yeah, it's like a. Mahogany color, almost. I don't know. Red one. Yeah, because there's the purple and the green. Yeah, but okay, yeah. Green are fucking stupid. Yeah, green are stupid. Although sometimes they're better because they're sweeter. But I like the I like the red ones. Cotton candy are the devil's fruit. I've never had that. It's weird. It really tastes good, but it's fucking weird because they taste like cotton candy. That's so strange. How bizarre, Mike. What'd you watch? I watched 1996's Killer Tongue, which killer is a lot tongue? of killer, killer tongue. Yeah, like your tongue's a killer person. It's okay. about a killer tongue from space. So I love that like TJ's lady like did like fucking big Dude, movies like I into the Spider Verse. Uh, I looked up and down that selection, and this looked like. The, I, the best possible I, thing. I got <laughs> fucking I, shafted. Dude, I looked at your lady's thing and had, like, the fucking Star Wars movies and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because she had such big movies. I don't, you know, we don't do big movies on here. No. We actually prefer to do movies no one's ever heard of and exactly. no one's ever going to watch so that we're the most unlistenable show on the internet. But, so, yeah, I was and, just uh, like, damn it. I'd like, dude, as Mike was saying, killer tongue, I literally, <laughs> I'm like, Captain Picard face palmy. My my head was in my hands, just like, damn it. I got so ripped off. So, we were, we were talking about, like, how all those supervisors are women. Well, I, I'm on her, like, weird creativeskills.com page or something, and it says she was trained by three women, and then she came to America and was trained by two more women. Did, and that made me laugh a lot. Is it so sp- I guess all script supervisors are women. It seems like, well, you know, what's funny is like the only one I can remember from a movie playing someone is from the Disaster Artist. Their script supervisor was a woman, and Tommy just ignored the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to listen to her because she was a woman. <laughs> and I friended her on LinkedIn, so hopefully she's. Oh my right. god. Oh my god. <laughs> she, by the way, like I said, how ugly they look on the Google thing. She is fucking beautiful on LinkedIn. I don't. I thought that was like, this, am I on Facebook? I, I didn't know what it was. I can't wait to, for Mike to find her on Twitter, but he won't. Don't tell us about it. Yeah. So like oh, in right. like ten oh, episodes sh- from now, when I look at her Twitter again, I can see that you're adding uh, Lisa whatever. Vic. Lisa yeah. Vic. Yeah. God like, damn it. The, I listened to that part again, and the fucking ten out of ten. What do you rate? <laughs> <laughs> okay. On a scale of ten to ten, what do you rate Event Horizon? That's such a great way to put it. Because 
if, if you're just the person reading that, you're like, what? <laughs> The fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> right, Did I ask that too? All right, let me uh, let me continue. Oh man! All right, so uh, these four bank robbers get to New Mexico. Like there's a big science sign that says, "Hey, welcome to New Mexico." And these two dudes in the back are super stoked. To have, hey, like, now, gone away. you're in New Mexico. <laughs> no, no, they're super stoked about having just play. robbed the bank and gotten hey, away with now, it. They're, it's hot here. Stay hey, hydrated. Yeah. You should make the song about being gay, and then it would be good. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Be like no, no, us. No, that's not relevant. It's in New Mexico. So, uh, so basically, they give. They're so excited. They're giving the New Mexico sign a bunch of like thumbs up and telling each other they love each other and shit like that. But the uh, the chick the chick bank robber in the front, like she pulls out her gun and like robs them and stuff like that. And then they uh, they, they 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 super glue their lips together and leave them out in the desert. So they fucked them over. Um, but the, uh, like the dude, like, so now this would be a good time to have TJ sing a gay song because their, their lips are super glued together, but it's not, it's not coming, so I'll continue. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I think I, I, I'm all out of love. That was beautiful. I even got the song. All right. It's nothing. All right. So the dude that she was with gets caught. They get caught for going, you know, you get caught when you rob banks. They got caught. <laughs> um, okay, he gets caught. It's he just the way caught. it is. <laughs> and she goes to a convent to wait for him. So like he, she, Was yeah, this a plea bargain? Like, you could either go to no, jail no. or you could no, become no. a I, nun. I, I misspoke. He, he went to prison. Please. He went she to a convent? She, yeah, she, no, he went to prison. She went to a convent to wait for him to get out of prison because they're super in love. All right, so that happened. That's the, that's the. Oh, so they're the not all out of love. Okay, I sang the they're wrong not song. Not of love. And so but now they it's are four years so later. lost without each other. So four years later. Dude, now, remember when we found out that was a dude? It fucked us dude, up. Dude, I told you, yes. <laughs> yes. No, you didn't well, actually, tell me. You thought you, did, like, I you didn't were tell telling you. me. I, I told you like, wrong. You thought it was like fucking Total Eclipse of the Heart or TJ something. TJ and I thought I like, about dude. this. And I was like, no, yeah, you're thinking dude. of this other song. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, man. And I'm like, This stop. happened like four days ago, by the way. <laughs> really? So, that's weird. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because I remember. I thought we, it was no, whoever. We watched the video in Mike's room, and I just remember going, Yeah, because I called you guys over. I was like, Come on, do you guys think a dude or something? <laughs> yeah, you played some song like, oh, remember when we thought this was a girl? You played like some fucking Fleetwood Mac song. I'm like, yeah, that's not the well, song. I didn't play it. It was, it was on the radio. Whatever. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> All out All of right, so, air so, supply is two dudes, just so everybody knows out there. <laughs> which we did not know, and they're not two, Fleetwood Mac, which two which I rocking dudes. I like their music. Yeah, Jim Steinman cool. wrote one of their big songs. Oh really? Making love out, out of love? nothing at all. Oh, I gotta listen to that because I only know one Air Supply song. Yeah, and it's awesome. Did we watch like did oh we only watched like All Out of Love live right? We didn't yeah, watch the whole yeah, set. we just watched it five times. Yeah, oh, we watched it like as much as a full set in a row. That there was a yeah. we fucking Lou begged it. Yeah. Uh, that was such a good live um, concert footage, though, <laughs> of that one song. Well, I mean, we didn't watch the whole concert because we didn't know any other songs. <laughs> this day, I couldn't name another Air Supply song. No. Making love out of nothing at all. Well, there you go, yeah. I, if you gun to my head and I didn't hear you say that on the podcast, I would have never got that. 
So uh, during the, the whole movie, nine years ago, all out of love, live Canada. Only nine years ago, really? That's when yeah, we okay. watched it. Is that the one? I'll watch like it later. I'm not gonna watch it now. Oh, it's I, a I was really, video. dude. Hold on. I was honestly God waiting for it to come on. I'm like, where is it? I want to hear <laughs> oh, this please. shit. All right. Well, everybody knows it. Yeah, we know the song, but we don't know the right. nine or the 2011 oh, version of the song. That's a that's a good point. Yeah, could be different. Could have a new bassist. I don't know if I should continue talking or not. Uh, do what you for want. The song to come. I'm all out of cum. <laughs> I don't know why that's so I lost funny. it from fun. <laughs> Make gay songs dude, themselves their own. Dude, eggs. I've been doing this for Ridiculous. fucking years. Tons of them. I have a catalog. We should we should get these guys on a cameo and ask them to write a gay song about us. <laughs> Oh, this. These guys are gay. They're so gay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, from the you phone. sounds like a woman across from this I thing. Know that. <laughs> I didn't hear any of what you guys were saying while I was trying to look that up either. <laughs> okay, we'll get to it later. Um, so my my music in my movie is a bunch of like Mexican spooky synth music. And it was just played by this one band called Fangoria, which made the soundtrack. They did the that's the name like, of the magazine. The most amazing. Yeah, that's that's why I googled it when I saw it. They're like soundtrack by Fangoria, and I was like, oh, the magazine. You know what's hilarious? No, it's a Mexican synth band. Is that's the company that I was trying to get us with for our podcast? Fangoria. Yeah, because they're the ones who um, had that podcast um thing with the dude who did some weird sexual shit with his employees and then all the podcasts like abandoned it oh that's right oh yeah you were excited like oh they need content now and then we kind of researched what was actually going on (laughs) yeah maybe we shouldn't (laughs) but the funny thing is i think me and mike secretly behind you were like yeah i think we should at least ask Oh, oh I, don't even, I don't think it was even secretly. Man. You know, we were just like, maybe we so should you make try. A mistake. I used to drive drunk. What are you going to do? Oh, my God. Don't, don't cancel drunk. me, man. Um, so we oh, meet the, uh, the prison warden for the first time. And uh, he's really pissy that our bank robber dude is about to get out of prison after four years. So he makes him read his knuckles, which says, fuck you. It's tattooed on his, on his hand. And so he punches him for saying, fuck you, even though you made him say it. Ah. He, he does that a couple times. He punches him. He's like, he read my knuckles again. It's like, fuck you. And he punches him. I just want to get like, I'm gay tattooed across my knuckles just so I can punch oh people God. for calling me gay. <laughs> Instead of fuck you, it says I'm gay. Fuck me. <laughs> read my knuckles, dirtbag. Dude, what if that was Bob Dole's thing? Was Or no, um, Bush's thing. Bob Dole? Bush, like the first Bush. Read my knuckles. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, fuck you. I will honestly say the course of history would have been different. <laughs> he didn't give a shit about taxes. He just wanted to punch Or when it was like Reagan, where he's like, I'm not a crook. He writes it on his knuckles. That was, uh, Read my knuckles. <laughs> that wasn't. Okay. That was Nixon, not Reagan. We both fucked oh, up. Oh, no, whatever. Nixon. We both fucked up our person. Oh, that's hilarious. Um. 
So the the other bank robbers, the two dudes that they made kiss earlier in the scene, they find out where uh, where the main chick is by looking at a nun magazine. And the nun, they're they're reading a nun magazine because the fat guy can't pee, so he has to read while he pees. And that's the joke. He has more fat. I can't pee jokes happen. He's also he's like 400 pounds, comically fat. Yeah. And then his partner is like really normal looking. But, like, he's comically skinny when he's in front of him until he gets his own scenes. And I'm like, oh, he's normal looking. Oh, comically. I thought you were saying atomically fat. I was like, what? And then atomically skinny? Yes. (laughs) I didn't hear it right. I was like, what is this? I don't have any water, so I'm just going to be sucking my saliva throughout this show, I think. You're going to – okay. You could suck beer? I I drank it all. It's all – oh, there's – no, that's empty. All right. TJ, give him a white cloth. No, it's fine. I don't want to. No, no, I want the white claws. I enjoy them. I'll try. I'll try to enunciate better. TJ, run uh, him over a drink. (laughs) Knock knock. Then the. the, uh, You want the rest of my water, buddy? No, I don't want what your mouth has been on. I don't want to give each other diseases. Um. Yeah. Like. Anyway. So the. like Bro, if I got corona, you would get it no matter what. We're in the same house. And you kiss a lot. No, you don't want to. Yeah, but we don't kiss very often. Yeah. It's, it's, it's special when we do, okay? You know what Mike's come to really hate? The oh, joke I first made on the show when I call him my foster kid. TJ <laughs> <laughs> thinks I hate a lot of things I don't hate. <laughs> you got fussy over it the other day. Anyway. Fussy? You make me pay rent. He said you you got hate fussy. when I talk about our home life on the show. <laughs> I, I, so then I love that he used the term, uh-huh. you got fussy like a child. <laughs> oh, so I thought he was saying it like I'm his husband or something. No, fussy is like a child that's child. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike does have a habit of like just opening the fridge and staring into it. And I, like, Dude, that's not go- you guys yell at me for that. I don't understand why. It's like a normal Americana thing. You just look at the fridge and stare at it brinkley. Look, and like, all right, like, again. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get too personal, but you complain to me about like, oh, like sometimes I just can't control my eating. And, like I just eat that's when I don't complaint. even. That's just a fact about me. Right. So I see you looking in the fridge, and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? You're like, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, get the fuck out of the fridge. And you're like, you're right. I told you that's like telling you to stop being so sad all the time. Like it's ridiculous. I love that your guys' like roommate relationship is unraveling right now over this. Just just because Mike stares into the fridge too much. I'm going to talk to you to cheer up so many times going forward. Mike isn't even working right. You can't keep that door open too long. Everything will go fucking room temperature. Hold on. One of you is like weirded out that the one just sits and watches TV at 6 a.m. The other one weirded out the other one looks at a fucking fridge. Dude, this is so funny. No, it's not that he looks in the fridge. It's that like I know he's like... Try, he's like trying to eat when he shouldn't. I'm trying to help him out. I'm like, no, man, you don't need to eat them fucking so like, you, eight chicken wings. So you are treating him like your adopted child, basically. I'm trying to be his life coach in that moment. Well, I'm gonna buy you sunflowers and things to cheer you up all day long. I just now. need to be outside. Outside makes me happy. <laughs> sunflowers. They're from the sunflowers outside. and Xanax. Bring the outside in. Right. Yeah. You can bring. I'll I'll, I'm all for sunflowers in my house. That's a great idea. Oh my god, this is gonna be a three-hour episode. Okay, Mike. Hell oh, yeah, bro. I have a lot of notes, so yeah, it is. I'm getting tired. Uh, um, 
So the skinny bank robber from earlier. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say find candy. If, if TJ watched uh-huh. a better movie, it could have been a three-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I've raced through mine. It was also yeah. the shortest notes I've ever. It was a page and a half of notes. <laughs> That's still a lot of notes. That is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he tries to. Okay. Okay. So the 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 skinny bank robber like gets on the road. And tries to find candy at the uh, at the nunnery convent that she was, but she left, right? I so this is how he want candy. This is how he tries. Oh, candy's her name. This is how he tries <laughs> to find her. He like one of the nuns. I one of the nuns. Sex. <laughs> I was so annoyed till you till you went there, and I'm so happy. You brought me back in. I'm, like I'm so happy I have for you. somebody else to share this with, dude. I'm gonna text you everyone that comes in my head. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so this is how he tries to find candy. He uh, he goes to get gas, and then one of the nuns fills him up, right? Like, with, with gas. And so what he does is he sexually harasses the nun by pretending the gas nuzzle is a dick <laughs> and deep-throwing it. I'm Wait, not what? Kidding. He deep-throats the gas nozzle? <laughs> While staring sensually into the nun's eyes. <laughs> That's... He that's so is dangerous. that even harassment? Like, that's just... Yeah, like so because he, he grabs her by the head so she can't move, and then he just he's holding the other one like a cock, and he's just fucking going to town at it, and then just looking at her all lustily and shit like that. And not only did he fucking deep throat it, he like licks the shaft from both sides and gives the tip a kiss. Well, Jesus, that, that would make him probably sick because there's gasoline all over that. But yeah, I but what I, I move on. It's, it's like a I'm, comedy. I'm not, it's a comedy movie. It. It's a comedy movie. Yeah, it's you know, like slapstick. It's not like he's that's fighting. Like, yeah, yeah, that's slapstick. It's a, just classic, right? Right in the vein of you know Chaplin and Keaton. Dude, Chaplin. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not a 1920s black and white. Oh, no, Wait, I'm, whoa, I'm whoa, saying whoa, it's it's whoa, like whoa. The, that classic scene where Harold Lloyd licks a gas <laughs> nozzle. Did you? Well, maybe no, wait. Did you say yeah. Chaplin and Keaton, like Michael Keaton? No, like, there was a oh, I, thought he, I thought he was bringing up multiplicity again. <laughs> like, oh man, I love that movie. Genius comedy. <laughs> that 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 Charlie one is Chaplin so and multiplicity and so layered. And Michael Keaton's performance is just amazing. He should have won four Emmys, is what we're saying. And all yeah. four one of them would have won a Grammy. It should have won a Grammy, and an Emmy, and a a Pulitzer. Did anybody catch my joke? No, no, I talked over you. That all four Michael Keaton would accept it. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that would have been sweet. Hey Steve. <laughs> all right, so so that happens. He doesn't he doesn't get the information. They like point him down the road. Um, then this one nun like starts praying, but it gives her an orgasm. But it's nothing like weird or sacrilegious or anything, but it's because like a comet crashes into Earth and makes everything like super weird. So like in gyrating and stuff like that. And a part of the comet landed in Candy's soup. And when she ate it, it turned her into like the scene into like a psychosexual freak out nightmare kind of scene. Where, like, are you, know, you, are you writing break. Rob Zombie songs here? What the what? I mean, yeah, that's kind of how, yeah, it was just like a two minute scene that's of her just, turning into like a uh, psychosexual freak out nightmare. So, I mean, that's what I wrote. That's yeah, I, that's how the movie made me feel. Isn't that the check that comes before Teenage Nosferatu Pussy? 
The satanic no, no, electric witch dispenser. I guess I can Google it real quick. <laughs> Mike doesn't know if we're dropping real Rob Zombie song titles. No, on him. no, no it all sounds. No, hold I mean, on. Those no. are both real. The reason he doesn't know is because we made these comments on the first episode that he didn't show up on when we did oh, thirty-one. Yeah, we remember, talk. we yeah. joked about this. He came oh, really? fashionably late to his own podcast and yeah. he talked about all these crazy Rob Zombie lyrics. Because oh, we had a whole that was the bit. Episode of Streets of Fire. I've been wanting to re-listen to that. Everybody should go really, really listen yeah. to it with me. No, oh. no I kind of want to rewatch. I hated that episode. <laughs> I just want to hear, hear what I said about Streets of Fire. Come <laughs> <laughs> well, because I've been so considering that. if we should bring it to Subcult. But anyway. Is there more? Oh, okay. Um, so after that, she uh, she wakes up in a room with four gay men. Uh, I think they're men, but they're wearing like dresses and shit like that. But then it, oh, it turns uh, out that they Tu-Rong were... Oh, it's Fu. I was just thinking about that movie. Yeah. It turns out that they Sub-cult. were poodles who, who, <laughs> who instead of poodles became gay men now. And they all wear like a different color scheme because they had different colored like poodles, like purple haired poodles and green haired poodles and shit. Um, and then the uh, we get back. The, we we talk about the prison warden a lot. The prison warden shows up and like he's just the prison warden, and he like talks about how much he hates criminals and shit like that. Crime. There's a lot of scenes and like can't stand it. I'm I'm picturing he talks like Tommy Lee Jones, but isn't Tommy Lee Jones? He's kind of dressed like Tommy Lee Jones, to be honest. He's got leather and like a cool hat and shit like that. Um, Timmy Ray Johns. <laughs> um, also, I wrote that like the main actor Johnny is like this is his only credit acting scene, but he's pretty he's like a cool, less cool Bruce Campbell. So I don't know why like this is his only acting. Yeah, scene. Could, maybe it, was, it could have been Tim Thomerson. It could have been Tim Thomerson, but it wasn't. No. Who's Tim Thomerson again? <laughs> Trancers. The guy Sorry. from Trancers. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy's pretty cool. That guy's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So for the rest of the movie, Candy is wearing like a skin-tight S&M outfit, and she has demon hands, which nobody ever brings up, but I guess she has a tongue thing going on later, so that, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah. So the yeah, skinny bank robber... Yeah, I didn't think about it when I wrote it. All right. So skinny bank robber dude catches up to her, and the uh, the whole tongue thing makes Candy like super horny and super freaked out and anxiety stressed the whole time. Um, so she makes him uh, like he he demands money because you know they stole the money that they all stole. But instead, like she sweet talks him into like letting her make him breakfast. So she her the demon half demon now is like making him breakfast while he takes like a little shower. And then like the killer tongue makes its first appearance finally by like exploding a giant cooked turkey from the fridge and it's just like this big eight foot long thick tongue that comes out of her <laughs> mouth for like the, half the rest of the movie um and then like so after that she's like she's the the tongue gets really hungry so she starts to go she goes he gets to the, hungry uh, the he's taking the bath <laughs> <laughs> she goes to the dude taking a bath and starts like licking his dick and it's just like, you know, while he's in the tub and he's like, he's got something over his eyes so he can't see it, but he fucking loves it. Oh my God. All in there. Dude, if, hey, hold the tongue, on, hold on. If you guys yeah. were like, you, your eyes were covered by something and something started touching your dick, would you not immediately just look at it no matter? Well, no, she, she, she made him known and she was there and she was going to I would still take a peek because <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not that trusting. I... <laughs> I mean, Especially but, if this is the bank robber that fucked you over four years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, besides, right. besides trusting, there's just a matter of like it, it's fun to, to look at that. Like, <laughs> yeah, why, it is. Why, fun why to do look. you want to not? Anyway. 
So the tongue murders the fuck out of him. Like it explodes. Wait, like, <laughs> literally. It, 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 it literally. Did I ever tell the story yes, about being blindfolded? No. <laughs> you murdered? Oh, maybe. Oh, my God. You both are ghosts? <laughs> no. I... Oh, shit. Dead Angus and dead Mike. <laughs> when, when... Oh, man. This is a fucked up story, but um, I'll make it quick. Oh, oh no. I, TJ knows it. I don't think Mike does, but like in um the, the chick I was in, I was with in high school. Like, we were doing weird shit, and, like, she wanted to tie me up and, like, fucking blindfold me and shit and, like, do candle wax. Like, you know, and, like, drip it. And she did it, but she fucking caught her hair on fire (laughs) while doing it. This was in in my parents' house while they were there. So when she did... You could have died. She fucking... She was dripping on, like, oh, uh, this is cool, like... I didn't really care. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you're young. You do whatever to get yeah, pussy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She's, like, I, like, she started screaming. I smelled something weird. And she's just yelling. I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm fucking blindfolded. <laughs> I'm tied to the fucking bed. And she runs out of the room in a fucking, like, corset or something to the bathroom to take, like, put her hair out because it's on fire. All my parents are there. And I'm just yelling, what's going on? <laughs> While the fucking door is open. <laughs> What, your parents are just, like, sitting out there watching TV? Just like, man. Yes! Because you... you... They didn't come check on you guys? No, they didn't. didn't. That's awesome. They they knew. They were just like, oh, fuck, man. Like, what is wrong? (laughs) But yeah, like, yeah, she totally set herself on fire. At least they didn't set you on fire. That would have sucked. Yeah, I would have hated that. (laughs) I love my hair. Yeah. Um. So then we get a we get the prison warden again. He's taking a poop in his private toilet and it has a bunch of like really buff dude <laughs> this pictures is the on the ceiling. Second movie you've um, watched that I can remember that has a man <laughs> pooping in it. Oh, really? Yeah, you did a sweet sweet Dex badass song had a man pooping scene. Dude, my favorite. I need more pooping scenes because this is a pretty cool pooping scene. I'll be my right. favorite thing about the sweet sweet back pooping scene though was Mike was like so grossed out that the man wiped properly. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Front to back, what a demon! <laughs> so Candy tries to. Uh, Dude. Candy tries to kill the killer tongue, but it slaps her and like like slaps her in the face and writes "eat" on her forehead because it's hungry. So she uh, she recruits the gay poodle men to go get Johnny to help her. Um, Candy again later tries to kill like the killer tongue with a hot iron, but the tongue's too powerful and like beats her up with like techno music while they're out getting Johnny, and it like hangs her on one of those like I don't know what do you think the things in the ceiling like the stoop or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. She got hung by the, by the like uh like the Dude. like the thing that holds up the roof. It's like really the the biggest part. A of beam. The, uh, roof. It's like a big. A beam. Thank you. A beam. Okay. Yes. I couldn't. I couldn't the think stoop? of that. I don't know. I called it a stoop. I got nervous. I didn't remember the names. So I called it the first thing I could think of, which was a stoop. <laughs> okay. Um. I would have so called it a jacuzzi because uh, that's what I got in my hand right now. But by the same logic. <laughs> Um, then the, uh, orgasm nun from earlier starts walking across the desert for no reason, but These I think it's like the... These nuns were made for walking. Hell yeah, she's hot. She gets hotter throughout the whole movie, like, the more... Well, she loses a lot of clothes, too, so that's probably why. Um, 
So the, the poodles went on their journey and they got Johnny to come help them. And then a bunch of like weird shit happens. Like the warden makes a nest out of his toupee for a bird. And then like the gay poodle men start making, start putting on makeup on all the people they kidnapped to feed the, uh, the tongue person. <laughs> Um, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Um, what's, keep, what's, what are, what are you about? gay poodle men, and I still just don't fucking get it. But so, okay, it's amazing. Has, no, don't explain. Four, keep moving. Keep moving. Okay, all right. I won't explain. Uh, then a bunch of, like, sexy Cinemax after dark music plays. So then I know, like, it's about to be on. And, like, <laughs> yeah, she, the, the tongue starts, like, eating a woman. And so that was pretty hot. Um, oh, this is where I, like, I remember finally, the like, where's the fat bank robber? So the fat bank robber shows up. He'll be the in the movie The atomically later. fat one? Yes. <laughs> Anatomically fat. <laughs> the, the Hiroshima motherfucker? <laughs> so Candy's kind of, like, done with the whole thing. So she tries to kill herself by slitting her wrist. And she does it vertically, too, so she does it right. Mm. Um, and then the tongue gets really, really sad, and it starts pleading with her. She's like, he's like, please, no, I need you. And then he cures her because he's a magic the tongue. The tongue talks? The tongue talks. and no, it, it only talks. It, it sounds like John Leguizamo mixed with the dad of Jeff Goldblum from Independence Day. That, like, really Judd Hirsch? Gay. Yeah, Judd Hirsch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they sound like those Clearly not it's a taxi really fan over here. Uh, I've never seen that movie, yeah. So. No, the show, Taxi. Are to oh, cut your wrist? Judd Hirsch? <laughs> no, then no, no, no. And Andy Kaufman? And later Christopher oh. Lloyd? Danny DeVito? Oh. Yeah, no, I'm out. I didn't, I didn't never watch Tony uh, Danza! I know him. He's in, yeah, uh, he's in Taxi. He's in the Tony Danza oh, the, the show. The Danza show. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's where I know him from. Good guy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> who's the, so the coordinate who's the boss that's yeah. the one yeah Dude, wait no the no wait died. hold on can, can we get back to, do yeah. you not know taxi no i mean i no that's where the the, the other show from the guy comes I, no, yeah I never, same I people never... who ended did who did cheers later and it's my like second favorite sitcom after but cheers tj didn't wait they were TJ bought the DVDs when we were all together. Like I yeah, thought I had we the watched first them two seasons, and I watched them a lot. Yeah, I thought we all really? watched them I, together. I never remember you watching Taxi. What? what? Huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I remember yeah. us all watching them together. He's like, "Oh yeah, this is great." And then, like, when Cheers came out on Netflix too, like I watched both of them. So this is yeah. one of the things that you watch Taxi. Is that what you're saying? Ta- Taxi was great. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So then, uh, then the warden ends up dying because Candy shows up and it freaks him out and he shoots himself in the head. So the prisoners start fucking with his dead body, like putting makeup on his tits and shit like that. And then, uh, and then one of them tries to like rape Candy, but you know she has a killer tongue, and so what ends up happening is like she, the tongue kills this dude's dick through this other dude's head. That was like a really cool. <laughs> that was a really cool scene. Wait, and how? It was just, like, it was, like, a, explain that again. So like, so like he was like face to face with her okay and he, she stuck her and then like this other guy was behind the dude like yelling about how it was gonna be his turn to fuck her soon oh and so like the tongue comes out of like winston's <laughs> his mouth and then it grabs the other guy by the dick and it's just they're just kind of screaming like you know as you would if your dick got fucked up um, i'm trying to picture this and, and i can't all right 
Well, no, you don't have to explain it. I'm just, I'm just right. going through, like, trying to figure it out. Because, like, I'm thinking of, like, that scene from fucking uh, Species where a fucking tongue pops out of the dude's head. Oh, that was cool, yeah. Dude, that scene that was, I think fucked those are my me first, up as a kid. Or Leprechaun were my first two titties. I, forget, I always forget which one was first. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, Leprechaun 2 was really early tits for me, and so was Species. But I'm not sure. Was two the one with like the giant fan? And, like, yes. The woman was yes, it was the yeah. fan one. So yeah, that was nice. it was either one. Of, it may have been Return of the Living Dead with Linnea oh, really? Quigley like naked throughout oh, the entire yeah. fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. TJ, what were your first two tits? I want to kind of want to. I, I think. Um, or just one. It doesn't have to be. Two, I think I Blade Runner <laughs> and Moscow on the Hudson. Blade Runner titties. I don't remember. That. I've never seen yeah. either of those movies. Blade, yeah, oh. Blade Runner. There, there's, there's nudity. And Moscow on the Hudson is actually a movie that stars Robin Williams about like a man who defects from Soviet Russia to America and like his experiences. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's like a really like kind of sad movie, but yeah, they they show him in Soviet Russia having like kind of just boring sex, I guess. And then later there's some chick naked in a bathtub. And I remember, you know, you remember that stuff because you're like, what, nine, ten, and you see her? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember um, the first tits you saw in a theater? Oh, no. no. I, know, I really don't think so. I remember mine, and I just watched this movie again the other day, Starship Troopers. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, my mom took yeah. me to see Starship Troopers. That's a great movie. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Like I know there's sequels to it. I've never watched them because I'm scared no, to. After, like, they're bad. The they're bad. Yeah. Well, I've seen. Stupid, yeah. I, I got, when I watched, there was two. I don't know if there's more now. But... I think there's three, and then like animated movies they've done since. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I two sequels for a total of three movies. Yeah. And I yeah. remember the two sequels being quite bad. I have. Uh, so at this. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying I have burns of them, but I can't watch them yeah one of those things will never be watched no yet. don't waste your time <laughs> so this is what the point in the movie where i spilled beer all over my bed and when i get back after cleaning it all up johnny and the orgasm nun are on a pink bed in the middle of the desert and uh, i don't know how how they got there you just uh, let but... this movie play i do that no i just had to, I had to clean it up for like 60 seconds i didn't know what was happening I... it wasn't that long but yes oh. i guess to answer your question yeah kind of i do that all um... the time i go pissed and let the movie play i don't give a shit <laughs> and uh candy caught them and pissed her off um so candy goes back to her poodle bitches and she happily like feeds on the um on like a few people so there's just like another feeding scene uh, it turned out the warden wasn't dead. He just shot himself in the ear. But it doesn't really matter, I guess, for the rest of the movie. Um, there's this cool scene where, like, the killer tongue goes down on Candy while singing a little love song to La Cucaracha. So, like, it's the same beat, but it's just something about, like, you know, it's like a sexy love song or something. And my love, um, I was hope- yeah. I'm I guess- so lost without ya. <laughs> Fuck! That was the joke I was gonna make! You got it! Yes! Yes. I was going to say, I wish, and then, like, you fucking just ran into it, man. Damn. You got me. Um, so everyone <laughs> ends up meeting at the at Candy's house, and they had, like, a big brouhaha happens. And one of the poodles sacrifices himself while, like, uh, well, the, 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 what did I say? The, the warden was about to, like, shoot her with a shotgun. 
and then we get like a cool car chase scene and stuff like that. Uh, they all end up at the at the church, and the tongue beats up everyone, and the like the poodles explode for some reason. They start doing Johnny donuts tosses. in the fucking yard. <laughs> <laughs> and then Johnny tosses candy and the tongue into a well with like the help of the nun from earlier, and that's the end of the movie. Killer tongue. Was this a full moon movie? <laughs> like... What the hell, <laughs> no. man? No, it was like a legitimate movie with, uh... Well, I'll get to him later. Because I got, um... Killer Eye by them. And I remember, like, watching that as a kid as one of those Skinamax things where you're like, oh, fuck, oh. I gotta stay up and watch this because there's gonna be nudity. And then me, yeah, this... me and TJ talked about this on Subcult before. Yeah. That fucking full moon, like, if they do nudity, it's only, like, Five seconds worth of whoops. That's oh. it. Yeah, I was gonna say like if th- this movie would have been better with like a good five minutes of like hard fucking in the middle or something <laughs> like that, because it had the, the like everything has like the, the that Cinemax kind of like feel like it's about to happen, but not no you don't really get it that that, that yeah. Much. But it, it, was, it was actually like a legitimate kind of movie. So well, that's kind of why I was wondering if it was like one of theirs because like they kind of make theirs a little bit legit, just very low budget. But they don't go, like, all out on, like, the fucking sexploitation and shit, you know? Mm. Which they could do mm-hmm. very easily. Totally. Alright. Well, now it's time to sell our movies with our best bullet points. Saving the best for last. What do you got, Angus? Well, um, I really got nothing to throw at you guys. Like, I gave it all in the movie. Like, I didn't want to save... I felt it. I felt your all. I didn't want to save anything. Like, I didn't want to save, like, the Piscopos or the Winnies or anything like that. Like, it... I think my movie speaks for itself. The kid... You left your heart on your sleeve, man. I get it. ...is fucking, like, daydreaming about uh, Chuck Norris. And he's... Can I add a selling point to yourself? He's reenacting him with Chuck Norris. Yeah, go ahead. The uh, the Asian guy is the uh, the wizard from Conan the Barbarian. Oh, is he? Mako. Yeah. <laughs> Mako, oh yeah. shit. Yeah, it is Mako. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't know if you guys would know who he was or anything. Yeah, no, I know Mako. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, no, awesome. he's great. I, okay. I, I thought I would have mentioned <laughs> yeah. that. Um, anyways, uh, just fun fact. Uh, it was Chuck Norris's brother who directed the movie. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it was all in Texas. Like, that was another thing, but that's just whatever. But, yeah, yeah, Mako. We're Florida boys over here. I'm just saying, like, it was a Texas Mr. Big Britches, Texas boy. Alright, so I have a double selling point. Uh, you just skipped yeah, yeah. over me. You, you just have... assume oh, I'm sorry, that I I'm have nothing. No, no, which no, is absolutely right. right, so go ahead. Hold on, hold on. His two points cancel out your one, TJ. <laughs> oh my god, that's true. Wait, do you actually not have a selling point? Or? No, it's, I mean, it's on Prime, oh. so it's easy to find. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. But no, it's like, it's so fucking lukewarm that like there's yeah. nothing good or bad you know what i mean like there's yeah. a yeah there's, there's nothing bad about it so you can't even be like oh watch it because of this <laughs> dumbass shit like it's totally fine but it's just not exciting yeah. all right so the prison warden that had a lot of scenes in my movie is actually robert england and oh uh, shit so that cool. that's that's yeah that's the only reason he's in this movie just to be robert england 
And uh, like I said I, earlier, he, he's actually just he kind of looks like Rob Halford the whole time. He has like a little like a leather thing and the shotgun. I, he looks pretty cool. I love besides like Nightmare on Elm Street, like after that, like the only thing Robert England played in movies was, oh, I'm here to just be Robert England. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hey, but early days, you still haven't seen Never Too Young to Die, have you? No. He like. He puts on this weird, almost like effeminate Texan accent. Yeah. Uh-huh. To Gene Simmons, like transsexual villain. Okay. <laughs> you, you. I mean, I think we should just do a special episode on that movie. <laughs> yeah, might, that might be. Yeah, that might be. Something should we do that do. in two weeks? We could do it all together, subcult. Oh yeah, we could do it. Because you're gonna, sure. you're gonna join the Mario Minute for Danger Diabolic, right? Yes. That's true. All right. So cool. Mike can join subcult. We have. We're gonna do what? Fear and Fortress. Yeah, fear is the one I want. I definitely want Mike on. And we do a have a listener that, request for Remy right? Lazar, which is a short film. And then we could All do right. Never Too Young to Die with special guest Michael. Woo-hoo. All right. So my my second selling point Wait, did, is that one of the. Pre- but did we agree to that, or did Mike just like say okay, whatever, and go back to his selling? Point? Oh yeah. no, I thought I thought I I thought I joyfully agreed. I, I, Angus said nothing. Oh, and I'm neither so- did you. <laughs> I'm sorry. In my head, we had a whole conversation. Holy shit! Um, I'm out of it a bit, man. Yeah, I, I agree with all these. Are Are we gonna do these Jeez. when I'm down, or? Um. Well, I was gonna talk about that later. Okay. At the end. Oh. But I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. No. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, I want to do as much shit as possible live while I, we can. And yeah, I'm going to talk about it at the end. Michael. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, at the end. <laughs> All right. One of the other prisoners is Doug Bradley, better known as Pinhead. Dude, I love Bro- Doug Bradley. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't love him. He was a dick to me. Oh, what a jerk. Dude, I... He's actually, in, the, in this movie, he's the nicest person in this movie. That's odd. I met <laughs> all four Cenobites, and he was, like, the biggest jerk of all of them. The other guys were all like in woman were very sweet and he was just like kind of like just standoffish and dicky. Like I still love the man and everything he's done, but yeah. I'm just like, man, he's kind of a cunt. <laughs> he's just a nice prisoner man named Wig because he wears different wigs. That's it. That's that's his little story. That's funny because he's bald. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. That's it. All right. Well, now it's time for our signature segment. Uh, I did so good with signature segment. I forgot the words. Uh, yeah, I was well, going to say, you've gonna... never used that term before. I know. I was like, ooh, that's good. And then I completely forgot all the rest of the words. So anyway, <laughs> let me try again. It's time for our signature segment when we relate all of our movies to Paul W.S. Anderson's classic Event Horizon in a segment we call The Horizon Shift. All right, so my Horizon Shift for this episode is our boy Barry, right? Like, he has these hallucinations about Chuck Norris and him doing cool shit, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Kung Fu. And yeah, fun. like fucking blowing up fucking Asians and meth labs and everything. Like, they do it all. In mm-hmm. Event Horizon, the crew, 
they have their own hallucinations that aren't as fun. Oh, they are very. You're right. But it would have been more fun if they had fucking Chuck Norris with them. Like, imagine. Dude, yeah. Imagine if the, imagine if the movie was just Chuck Norris it was their demons yeah. like the whole time, like haunting Holy all shit. of them. <laughs> Dude, like instead of like his dead wife, it's just Chuck Norris dead in the bathtub. That's a fan cut. I don't want to see. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for Scream Factory to release this shit. <laughs> Sam Neill just like nuzzling Chuck Norris's bare stomach. Bare chest, yeah, he's wearing his karate gi, yeah, absolutely. With fucking sweet and sour sauce on his chest. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, man. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, good that's, you're, you're good? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, well, I'll see your hallucinations and raise you one in that Ray specifically hallucinates his dead wife. Oh, Just okay. like Dr. Weir hallucinates his own dead wife. And also Ray seems to blame himself. And maybe he is to blame, but it was an accident. But he seems to have a lot of guilt over his wife's death, just like Dr. Weir does. Oh, wow. that's pretty good. One of my best yet. I've had a long yeah, series good. of duds. I'm yeah, really happy for this one. Knocked it out of the park. All right, Michael. So, uh, so obviously Lisa Vick is is somebody in mine. But not only her, there's six other people that worked on the Event Horizon that worked on my movie, Killer Tongue. Um, oh. I don't know. Yeah, they're all the way from Sam like, the Neal, apartment. <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> <Fisher>. <laughs> Paul like W.S. Anderson and directed like it. <laughs> and, like, all the other people worked on, like, crazy shit, too, like Inception and Children of Men and Batman Begins and shit yeah. like that. So these are all, like, super famous, or they all worked on super I, famous like, films. Uh, yeah, I haven't researched this, obviously. But I, I wonder if they're people stationed out of Pinewood, and then as movies come to Pinewood, they frequently contract them uh, because yeah. they're with the actual... Um, you try to. It's a studio, but not like yeah. a studio. Yeah, yeah. No, that like makes Warner sense. Is a studio, but the actual like filming location. Yeah. Right. Like they might all be England local. That when you bring your production to Pinewood, they're just the people who happen to work for Pinewood that they contract. Yeah. So this one guy has six hundred fifty-six credits for makeup. It's so crazy. Dude, makeup credits are the craziest if you look at them. Like those people. Really? Have insane lists, yeah, including the Wheel of Time that's coming up. I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. Now, all right. Yeah, he's the special effects artist for Teeth. That's amazing. So Mike had a bunch of people. What the fuck? Yeah, all right. bunch of people. So now it's time to vote. And as a reminder, this is our special annual Event Horizon episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So whoever wins Thanks. this one gets to pick the theme for next year's Event Horizon episode. So, Angus, you get to, to cast your vote. Do you really have to ask? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm the only one who, who's yeah, a wild card here. Let's hear what TJ, let's hear what TJ uh, has to ho- say. Here. Hold on. I will say this, okay. though. TJ did have the best uh, shift out of all of us. He did have a great shift. His shift was great, and he was very proud of it. I was. I am. He was very proud of it. So, like, I'm proud of him for being... So, yeah, no, Mike got it. 
I, I think Mike should cast his vote next since it's obviously not going to be for me. Oh, uh, I will vote for Angus because fucking Chuck Norris and they got me with the ninjas and everything was pretty cool. Yeah, so cool the upside for me is that I get the suspense of the deciding vote. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm and so also, sorry. honestly, like, it kind of sucks. It seems to suck picking the theme for these, which I haven't done yet. But it seems to suck. Yeah. Um. So I'm between Mike's movie, which is absolutely batshit insane, and I still don't understand what's going on in it at all. I I have no clue what Mike's Our movie was. Angus's movie, which is pretty star-studded, but it sounds all kind of typical kid movie-ish. I, I do want to put it this way. I enjoyed this movie more than I like The Karate Kid. Whoa. Oh, wow. And I'm not just saying that to say it. I really did like it more than The Karate Kid. So, for my vote... And I'm not fishing for a vote. Be, just well, because I think there's a very, very good double feature with a movie that was also mentioned in this episode already is going to Angus. Cause I imagine sidekicks and last action hero would be an awesome double feature. Plus I, I want to see more Joe Piscopo. I don't think I've ever fully seen last action hero. It's not good, but it's fun. I remember the video game more than the movie and it was awful. <laughs> I don't remember the video game. The video game, I remember you start off in a level where you're in a movie theater, like, fighting people in front of a screen, and it's impossible to get out of it. Oh. And that was it. Like, I couldn't beat that. Oh, there's a lot of games like that back then, too. They were so hard. <laughs> All those um, old games are ridiculously hard. So, Angus, you also... This was just our annual episode, but you also won to pick the theme for our continuing regular shows. You have a theme for our next episode for that. Uh, I didn't have one, but I thought of one while we were doing this because we were talking about uh, our first episode and how Mike wasn't even a part of it. The whole episode was just kind of garbage. So I say we redo it and redo the music thing. We're going to do music festival again yes like it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be a musical just something to do with music i was really feeling down at the dumps for losing this episode but you, you pulled me back in from the brink man this is this is a great idea okay. i'm excited yeah. to do another because yeah episode. it's something because i i hated that episode that we did and it wasn't even supposed to be released was the thing and when it was i was just like really ashamed of it i thought it was your idea know what, to release it no, I know because I was fucking moving and I didn't. We needed material, but the thing was, like, I now that we actually know what we're doing, I feel like we can do this episode way better. Oh, it was in the pre-episode thirteen days. Those first twelve yeah. episodes, pretty bad. Well, it was one that we recorded before. Yeah, no, like our first second, episode. No, it was the second thing we ever recorded. I thought. Yeah, but it still wasn't. It was our. It was our. We did a test episode. It wasn't meant to be released. No. And then we did that one that wasn't supposed to be released. But then we released it as a from the vault one. Yeah. So or from the cellar, as I think we were calling it. Lost tapes from down in the cellar. Yeah. Episode nine. It was. Um. 
Okay. So, yeah, I would um, like to redo that. Now some some show business as we sign off. Uh, hey, we're all going to be together. Angus will be here in Florida with me and Mike. This episode should be going out before October 3rd through the 10th. So we're putting it out there for all you listeners. If there's anything you think might be cool for us to do live, we have some live video stream ideas we're already going to do. Um, and we'll promote it before we go out. Like We'll have like everything yes. set up to let you guys know when to watch. Yes, of course. Um, and plus it'll go up afterwards, but we would like to see people like join us for this because I think this will be a fun thing to for everyone yeah. to get involved with. Um, not ready to release. We have a very particular... We're going to play one game that's not movie-related at all. Um, I don't know if we want to announce the game now or just we, no. let it be a surprise. I, we'll I, I don't want to announce it. I don't want to announce it, but if you're a fan of Subcult... You, you, prob- you could figure it out. We talked yeah. about a game on Subcult. Uh, so that's October 3rd to the 10th. Um, in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook if you've got requests for, I mean, material, whatever we might do. If you want us to maybe even, I don't know, commentary something, we might not be able to do that. But, you know, we're just looking for ideas, what you guys want to see from us. I think another commentary here. would be really fun, man. Like, I, we I think still our got maniac- a, a, the second episode of Silk Stockings that's got to go out. <laughs> I still have to edit that fucker. <laughs> then do it. Um, Dude, anyway. I, this computer hard, but I want to say, like, when we did that one for Maniac, like, if anybody hasn't listened to that, fucking listen to it. Sync it up, man. That was a really funny fucking full audio commentary to a movie. Yeah. Like, and we just winged it, but, like, I listened to it, like, twice, and it's hilarious. Well, all we ever do is just wing it. Yeah. Um, I thought I had another order of business, but I don't think so. So that's all. Cool. Goodbye, everyone. There's new stickers available if anybody wants them. They're pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, they're much better than the last ones, even though I like the last ones. But these are a cool logo. All right. Best way for the stickers, if you need stickers, uh, just message us on Facebook for that. And wherever you listen to us, just, you know, subscribe, leave some reviews, and... That's it. See ya. Peace. Yeah, you practice with your blood. Come on, that's how you become Chuck Norris.